Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. A civil war has erupted, but not in this country, in the FBI. A whole bunch of FBI agents apparently are furious. They want Chris Ray out. They think he's biased. They're concerned that the agency has been besmirched by this political bias. And you've also got this other story about the staging of photographs. Trump's pissed because apparently the DOJ, the FBI, took a bunch of top secret documents, spat them all over the floor, took a picture of it. And people are claiming that's how Trump had documents strewn about his floor. They're now claiming that Trump has admitted to breaking the law with classified documents, except he's the president. <laughs> so he has unilateral declassification powers. It's the stupidest thing. And they're saying, well, Trump doesn't remember declassifying. That, that's, that's not how it works. Look, just read PolitiFact. You guys love PolitiFact, right? Huh. They say the president doesn't need a process. He can just be like, hey, it's declassified. Otherwise, how would any of this make sense? So we'll talk about all that stuff. We've got a bunch of other stories. But before we get started, my friends, head over to TimCast.com. Become a member if you want to help support our work. We're going to have that spicy members-only show coming up at 11 p.m. But more importantly, please, friends, help me lure more people into my right-wing world <laughs> by buying the song, clicking the link in the description below, going to Bandcamp and searching for Only Ever Wanted. Uh, for those that are staring at the screen right now, the Daily Beast published an article where they said, Tim Pool is using the song to lure people into his right-wing world. Oh heavens! Well, if you'd like to help me lure people into my into, lure people into my right-wing world, then uh, the link in the description below is is right there, and you can buy the song and support our work. Thanks for the commercial, Daily Beast. Y'all, you guys are crazy. I just want to say that the Daily Beast, y'all are nuts. They wrote. I can't believe they wrote about this, but I could not have asked for a better commercial. I think that the the reality is they're terrified. They're just they're they're, they're terrified. And the claim that I am using rock music to lure people into my right wing world is laughable because what do you think it's called when Natalie Portman does an interview on a, on a TV show she's doing and then says, oh, and by the way, defund the police because of white privilege. What would you call that? So spare me your empty uh, arguments. But uh, I appreciate the, the commercial. Hmm. Joining us. Uh, so also smash the like button, subscribe to the channel, share the show with your friends, all that good stuff. Joining us today to talk about a bunch of issues is Billboard Chris. Thank you so much for having me. Who are you? I'm a dad from Vancouver, British Columbia, and I travel around North America, hanging out on the street, wearing signs that say children cannot consent to puberty blockers, or my definition of a dad, which is a human male who protects his kids from gender ideology. And we I have talk, a, I talk about the harm coming to kids. We have another big story. The Boston Children's Hospital apparently got a bomb threat, but we may have some uh, insider sourcing. It sounds like this may be uh, a hoax and a hoax, a triple hoax, actually, I think. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll break that down as to why. I mean, obviously, that there was, it was a fake bomb threat, but there's a bunch of other information as to how this may be uh, more political or something strange. But uh, Billboard Chris, thanks for hanging out. My pleasure. We also have Libby Emmons. She's back. Hey, guys. Glad to be here. Libby Emmons, editor at the Post Millennial, editor-in-chief. The best part about having Libby on the show is that the Post Millennial then embeds tons of Timcast IRL all over the website. Oh my website. God, we sure do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Beth, Beth Bache is out there helping us out tonight, watching the show, pulling Right clips. on. Yeah. Shout out, Beth. What's going Hi, on? Hi, Beth. Hi, Beth. 
Uh, hey everyone, Ian Crossland here, and if you haven't seen the new Cast Castle, you should. I was in it, and it was great. Uh, it's on YouTube. There's a clip on YouTube, but you really got to go to TimCast.com and subscribe, and then go to Cast Castle on the left if you want the full Monty. It's, it's, it is already up on YouTube. There's, there's a bit part of it. So what we're doing is once a week, we put the cameo bits up as, as, as like gag reels, sort of, like sketches. Marjorie Taylor Greene, turns out. She's a pro tier Magic the Gathering player. MTG plays MTG. Check it out. Oh. Still salty. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I, I am. <laughs> I had no idea that Marjorie Taylor Greene could play this really weird old nerdy card game. I'm also here pushing buttons in the corner. I'm excited to have Chris and Libby. Let's get into it. All right. Here's the first story from the New York Post. FBI agents say director Christopher Ray has, has got to go. Lost control of the agency. FBI Director Christopher Wray has lost the confidence of rank-and-file FBI agents after a senior bureau official left under a cloud of accusations that he shielded Hunter Biden's laptop from a criminal probe. And some believe the top G-man should step down, a new report says, quote, I'm hearing from FBI personnel that they feel like the director has lost control of the bureau. Kurt, how you pronounce this, Siudzak? A lawyer representing FBI whistleblowers told the, told the Washington Times in a report published Tuesday, they're saying, how does this guy survive? He's leaving. He's got to leave. The FBI agents are telling me they have lost confidence in Ray. All Ray does is go in and say, we need more training and we're doing stuff about it or we will not tolerate. His comments come in the wake of Tim Thibault. Is that how you pronounce it? Some people are saying it was Thibault. Is that, is that what it is? Thibault. 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 Sure. Yeah. Thibault. That's what I thought. The top agent. Tim Thibault. It's a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Is that the same guy? It is no. a quarterback named Tim Thibault. Is this a different Tim Thibault? Tim Thibault is a very Christian quarterback who uh yeah oh really oh that's a lot right of heat for i being forgot Christian. about that guy yeah. <laughs> he oh did. hey how about yeah. that timothy t-bolt well this guy oh, t-bolt yeah, is the top that. agent in charge of the <laughs> fbi field office in washington either resigning or being forced out the door amid claims he blocked investigations into the first son's laptop mm. so this is this is this is big i mean i'm not entirely sure anything actually will happen here but this is what i've been talking about for some time that the culture war issues exist in all facets of this country and, and the, the, the federal institutions are not exempt from people watching garbage mainstream media and believing garbage fake news. I, gotta, I really like the no-nonsense uh, attitude of some of these FBI agents. And really, like, if any agency on earth is going to have a no-nonsense mindset, it's the FBI or one of them. And they're saying they're calling out Ray for acting like when they're like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? We're going to look into it and make sure that we get better so that we can hit like this platitudes is what they're called. Usually you'll see like Kamala or someone will do it and it just kind of goes under the radar. No one really knows how to how to counter it or to rebuff it or to criticize it. But these guys aren't taking it. They're, they know that that's a that's a crap answer. I don't know. I kind of feel like a lot of these guys are crooked. I think it's obvious by what's going on with Trump. What's, it's obvious by what happened with Russiagate. All of that was fake, complete hoax. Now they're going after Trump claiming it classified documents. And it's like, yo, he was the president. Like he determines if it's classified. This is crazy. And there are people who are just, they don't know how to use Google or even read PolitiFact who are like, whoa, look at the picture of the top secret that proves it. Mm -hmm. They believe it. And there are people at the FBI who, who are counting on this and they're crooked. And I think what's happening with Christopher Ray is they're like, hey, our credibility's shot right now. So our ability to be corrupt is hindered by this guy's bad job. Can we pretend like we're having reform and get rid of him and then keep going about being corrupt? They had a lot of complaints too. the employees who 
you know, said that Ray should resign. One of the things they said was that uh, there had been fabrication of terrorism cases to elevate performance statistics. And I think that's actually really quite an important detail because the Biden administration has used domestic terrorism um, as a, you know, crisis that they believe we're having. You've had Merrick Garland saying that domestic terrorism is the biggest threat to, to the U.S. And if the FBI has been jacking up those stats just to make themselves look better, you have the entire federal government basing their determinations on something that's uh, bogus. Yeah. A lot of people are pointing out that the DOJ posted publicly photos of top secret documents. And it's like, okay, if they're classified, then didn't they just break the law? Good question. Interesting. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's all fake. You it's, made, it's, oh, you made a good point about the FBI trumping up ch- terrorism charges, mm-hmm. i.e. this Gretchen Whitmer case. I think sure. there were 10 FBI agents involved in the setup. Yeah, there were like more FBI agents involved than actual guys. I <laughs> think that these, <laughs> it's just so funny. That there's a lot of people in the agency that are like, I don't want my kid in getting thrust into some stupid civil war that was mm-hmm. brought up by my ineptitude or my avoidance of doing nothing as, as some corruption was going on because I wouldn't stand for my boss trumping up terrorism charges. No, I think that's a really bad situation. I mean, it's just so clearly uh, a problem because we have Merrick Garland going on TV saying that domestic terrorism is the biggest threat facing the country. He said that a number of times. And you had Biden saying that same thing. And if the FBI is faking it, then what are they pouring all this money into? What is the Department of Justice doing? You know, they're, they're going after regular Americans that the FBI is claiming are terrorists, perhaps. You know, what are we, what are we doing? Like these Whitmer guys were uh, hanging out around a campfire, getting high, talking about random garbage that they wanted to do, like you do when you hang around a campfire and you're getting high, right? Like you say whatever. Well, that, that's the and cr- then the FBI jumps in and is like, oh, we can encourage these guys to go nuts. They bring in some hot chick who smokes weed with them in hotel rooms. You know, and you know you're gonna do whatever the hot chick who's smoking weed with you says. That is the rule. I would do that. But right? you mean, you mean <laughs> you're going to entertain it, right? You're, Not literally yeah. do it. You're going so to. So the hot and chick. So then is, they had to like buy guns for them and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't you want to go and do this? Like, sure, whatever you say. Take your clothes off. <laughs> right. And they're like, we got him. We got him. He said yes. Right. That's why I'm. You know, I look at this stuff and I gotta wonder. Right. These these guys are gonna go to jail. Two guys. There was a mistrial. Then they had another trial. I'm seeing a lot of people report like the judge wasn't allowing certain testimony in and the whole thing. They say it was a sham. The left is screaming, aha, this proves it. And I'm just like, you know, I'm not entirely convinced there will be a civil war. Picture this. You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com carlson. I'm talking big money items like your transmission, engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com carlson. That's carshield.com carlson. Because we're watching for six, seven years now, 
some of the most intense and absolute corruption we've ever seen. And everyone's kind of just like, huh, mm-hmm. how about it is that? Kind of interesting. But, but, you know, more importantly, uh, in 2018, Democrats win. In 2020, they still held the House despite victories from the right. And it's like, dude, when they raid the former president's house, I hope, I think it was James Lindsay who mentioned this, that some woman was like, that's gone too far for me, like raiding a president's house. I yeah. hope that is true. And come November, so people are like, but then- not only do you have to hope you'll win, mm-hmm. you have to hope that the people who actually get in do something. Right. And that's a that's a that's questionable as well, because the establishment GOP and the establishment Democrats are basically the same thing. You know, they're right. They're trying to maintain their power. The the Mar-a-Lago raid, though, is crazy. Like you guys, I'm sure, looked at the affidavit, the heavily, oh, yeah. heavily redacted affidavit. Uh, from what I could gather, the DOJ is mad that Trump had documents that he could have declassified. He did. Stored improperly. He did declassify. Right. And they were stored like, but their big complaint is that they were stored improperly. This is. The, but, but so. Right. Am I right about that? I don't know. Trump That's turned over like. boxes. Yeah. To the National Archive That's upon correct. request. Mm-hmm. They then said, wow, look at this classified stuff. He might have more. So they, they asked an FBI agent saying, hey, we think Trump has more documents. Mm-hmm. And so they said, OK, we'll get a search warrant for them. Right. But the idea that these are, you know, classified documents when Trump tweeted a long time ago before before leaving the White House that he was declassifying all of these reports. That's correct. They're just it's he just was very clear on that. It's another hoax, man. And the reason why, you know, I'm saying maybe there won't be a civil war is because the left keeps believing this stuff. The machine keeps on a churning. And even if the Republicans get in, they just say, you know, well, we can't we can't push too hard. We had a couple of Republicans in here who are like, we can't impeach Joe Biden, you know, despite all of the evidence of the malfeasance and business illicit dealings with his son, not even an investigation. So what I think is when I say no civil war, what I mean is revolution. The left is engaged in some kind of revolution there. Uh, you've got the, the all the crazy race ideology, gender ideology stuff. You've got the uh, you will own nothing world economic forum stuff. And it seems like that's the direction we're heading. It's, since 9-11, the American people have gone nuts. And it's more than just the United States, but people right. have gone totally twisted on each other. They've been looking at each other like that maybe we're the threat. Well, we made a huge mistake in allowing the authorization of the Patriot Act. That was a huge issue. Yeah. And what's happening is... And nobody cared. at the, I remember being stunned at the time that so few people cared. It's crazy. It's it's insane. And the world is creating a new government. There's a world government being formed right now. If the right. Americans refuse to stop fighting and they keep arguing with each other, when they end up getting a seat at the table, one, no one's going to take them seriously when they're forming their new government and it's going to get formed without us. And two... You know, uh, they, they might not even have a. They, they might not even have, have a say in what happens. They can literally have their new government. Well, I don't this is want like Klaus any, Schwab. They want to yeah, make a corporate. I don't want talk any or... part of some world government where people are, you know, leaders are not elected. Yeah. In the way that we elect them, I actually, you know, Brexit gives me hope because Britain was just like we're actually just still going to be Britain, y'all. Like, yeah, mm, that's a form of world it. government is decentralized autonomy. Like we could bring American ideals and constitutionalism to the globe no, if we we're couldn't. a unified they front and people believe us. They don't want what we're offering. They don't want well, that. Well, yeah, that's they why would we would like have to fight pervert, to argue at the they table. Would, they would want to pervert our system of government. They are Look at, look at right. what they're saying. The problem they is say, but I don't want to. I'm like, why would we want to be part of some garbage world government? Look at, look, we're being, look, it's look either what we're the leaders or we're going to get trounced. Is that if you want free speech, we have to regulate your speech. They're telling you that we're fighting for freedom. 
And then simultaneously, it, it is 1984 That's to the That's correct. Yeah, I mean, they're the ones with this massive top-down approach telling us how we have to live, how we have to, you know, deal with our cars, how we have to deal with our kids, how we have to deal with our families and our homes, all of this. They're telling us what to do, telling us that, you know, it's from the bottom up and the middle out, right? Doesn't Biden say that constantly? And it's not. It's just a complete lie. They want to control us from birth to death and to go along with what they want. And I think they, that we just, I mean, it's at the point where you just have to say no to anything the federal government offers. But you here. need to re, you need to propose something different. If you just say no, you'll slowly get steamrolled. Well, but yes, we had exactly. something. We had something great, right? We had constitutional democracy. And we're not going to have that anymore. Like It's a fight. I mean, I don't like the term fight necessarily, but it's a constant struggle to maintain economic it de- is democracy. The, the right constantly saying, no, wait, don't, while the left keeps mm-hmm. expanding yep. what they're doing. Well, look at what's happening in California now, right? Like with the, uh, they're going to phase out gasoline-powered cars, and now they're telling you you can't charge your EV. <laughs> yep. I mean, that, that, the that's amount it, that's, I want to like. You will own nothing. Well, know, well, yeah. I wanna, Not I wanna, only will you own nothing, you will lack freedom of movement. Yeah. I want to get into that, but I want to jump to this story because this one was uh, talk about rhetorical escalation. Yes. Karine Jean-Pierre reiterates that tens of millions of Americans are an extreme threat to our democracy and freedom. Their only supposed crime, they vote Republican. Again, the White House thinks Republicans are terrorists. She actually said that MAGA Republicans, yeah, uh, that's 74 million people who voted for Trump. That's a lot of people. Are an extreme threat to our democracy. What do you think she's saying to the, to the country and the world when she says something like that? I think I know exactly what she's saying. I was talking to Libby about this a little bit before we started. I think the supply, wait, what am I trying to say here? I think the demand <laughs> highly outstrips the supply of white nationalist terrorism and they need right, people to be right. terrorists. We were talking about that. Right, exactly. Yeah, they need people to be terrorists so that they can create uh, false terrorism charges well, so that you, they did, can have the Department of Justice investigate their political exactly. opponents. Did you see the, uh, the, the Vox article several years ago? It was like, a hundred million Americans believe what white nationalists believe or whatever. And it was like some nonsense that had nothing to do with anything. It was like, they agree with, you know, market capitalism. That's what the other people believe. White nationalism. Hitler also drank water. Meritocracy matters, you know. Yeah. That's white nationalist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So is working hard and showing up on time. Remember, that's all white nationalists, apparently. This is the White House literally coming out and saying to your face, as someone who opposes the Democrats and the woke cult, you are a threat to their government. Mm-hmm. The, typically, things like this don't end well for countries when the official administration is coming out and saying half the people are a threat to us. I was well, re- that's correct. And there's the, just one. The other thing too is you have a current administration investigating the previous administration, mm-hmm. right? And you also have current lawmakers who are Republican lawmakers saying that they are going to invest if they take the Congress, that they are going to investigate the current administration. This is what goes on in, you know, totally failed states. This is what goes on in countries that are falling apart is, you know, look at Sri Lanka. And what's happening here? Right. Look at, look at what happened in Canada. Uh, right. Look what happened in Sri Lanka. What did Trudeau, the, you see what Trudeau just said? Yes. About the reason people are angry is climate change. Yeah. Yeah. Climate, <laughs> climate change is one of the reasons there's so much anger today. Is that why you're so angry, Chris? That's why I'm out on the street <laughs> yeah. trying to stop the sterilization of kids. It's getting so warm. Trudeau just that's, pledged wait, hold $100 million for two. Let me see if I can get oh the whole thing. <laughs> I, I can do it for you if Go you for want. Go for it. Do it. Do it. Do it. So the 2S LGBTA 
He forgot the I. Oh, oh. my. Ooh. And he only put one Faux plus pas. in there. There should oh, be at least three pluses. And then there should be a WTF. Yeah, yeah honestly. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. But he always puts the 2S first because he's all about virtue signaling. And the 2S stands for two-spirit. That's right. Which is apparently, it's not true, but it's apparently indigenous cultures also used to believe that there were more than two sexes and you could be both sexes or none. Or Double whatever. virtue signal. Yeah. 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 Love it. That's oh, wow. Does. Yeah. A double virtue signal. Yeah, it is. Powerful. That's yeah. why it's first. <laughs> but it, I mean, this is a, the, the claiming the climate change is the problem. They just keep doing it. And I'm just sitting here thinking like, do people really believe this? Are they sitting there being like, I can't afford to eat climate change. Or are they like, I want the government to, you know, to stop banning fuel production and things like that. The average Canadian. So here's what happens if you don't put a stop to what's happening in the US, because I'm like the canary in the coal mine. We're already way past where you guys are. Things are terrible up there. We have three main media sources, all on the government payroll, CTV, CBC, and Global News. They would all be bankrupt if not for government money. Wow. And they just push Trudeau's agenda and they say whatever he wants. So the average person has no idea the truth about things because all they see is this lamestream media all the time. But my word, we've got the same problems you guys have. The whole world does. It's inflation, terrible economy, uh, indoctrination, not education. Feels uh, like a controlled slow motion demolition. Mm. Yeah, these people believe that words are violence. And they actually, they believe that it's actual violence. Yeah. And but that's, to, that's because they've never experienced real hardship. Like you saw the thing where Ben Shapiro showed up at podcast movement. Presence. Yeah. You know, yeah. So and good. his presence was actual harm. That's right. I put Even up though a, everyone was stoked to see him there and they were like, can yeah. I take pictures with you? I, I put up a billboard about two years ago in Vancouver, a real billboard that said, I heart JK Rowling. Hmm. A Vancouver politician said it was hate speech. What? And they took it down the next day. Wow. Love is hate. Wow. Love It is had a hate. heart on it for the world's greatest children's author. And no sign company in Canada will deal with me. Wow. This wow. is the state of things. So that's why well, I had signs made because I became a billboard and I go out and I have conversations. But freedom of speech is under attack. We're lied to constantly. And all the media do is stoke division. Same thing down here. Mm. You know... I recall that a uh, couple hundred years ago, we hear Americans offered Quebec an opportunity to revolt against the crown, <laughs> and they said no. Do you guys did. know that? Yeah, they did. Would have been say the 14th no. colony, but they were like, nah, we're not interested. And we were like, oh, man, we really need their support. Oh, well, I guess not. And then we almost took you guys over. Do you remember that? I War think that might be revisionist history. I think <laughs> yeah. I think we burned down your White House and your Congress back in the well, day. Well, no, Britain did. Yeah, yeah but, we, but it was before Canada existed. Right, okay, yeah. fair point. <laughs> yeah. We uh, we tried, I think we did occupy Canada Montreal what, or something like that. 1865, Canada became a country? 1867. Yeah. I think we occupied Montreal during the War of 1812 or something like that. Oh, nice. Montreal is I mean, worth occupying. It's lovely. It is awesome. When you're not getting attacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But imagine this. What if we won? And we took Montreal. Y'all be better off. What would that give us? Yeah, we'd be better off because they have a really large Antifa contingent. So yeah. if you want to take over them, that's fine with me. Yeah, by all yeah. means, take yeah, you can have them. It's like take DC. Yeah, but if we did, it would be a bunch of MAGA. They'd all be walking around with American flags and. Air I wonder. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think the French Canadians would be that MAGA though. No. But who knows? Who knows, man? And Montreal's different within the, road not traveled. within the province. There's a lot of English speakers. It's very different compared to the rest of the province. I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> Canada sucks. 
Like, it's a great place with great food and great people, but I mean the government and what it's done to the country has just made it an awful place. This is what happens if AOC was your president. <laughs> wow. This is that. exactly what happens. Justin Trudeau, President Zoolander, is the AOC equivalent <laughs> I love up that. in Canada. He talks it's, like this. It's also an example oh, it's of also fake. what happens if you let your government be a puppet of a king and just pretend like you're not a puppet of a king. Like, it's, it's, it's British. It's it's owned by the freaking queen. She decides who's in charge there. It's it's that's disgusting. I don't think opinion. that's true of the pro provincial leaders, can, and they have a lot of the provincial leaders have a lot of I'm freedom. Pretty, I'm pretty sure the Queen of England technically could intervene, but I don't know if it's politically in provincial. Yeah, maybe. oh yeah, and everything. I don't, I don't know if it's realistic. Though. I don't understand monarchy. It yeah, seems so it's stupid complicated. We have this. There's this person called a governor general who's actually appointed by the prime minister but is the representative of the queen. You see, there it is. It's just a, it's just like a, what do you call it? Ceremonial sort of thing. But is it though? Well, so here's what can happen. Because we don't have, we have, we don't have a two party system like down here. We have four or five parties that get seats. So Justin Trudeau has a minority of the seats in government. So to pass any law, he has to get some other party to come along with him. So he ends up bribing some other party by giving them what they want. And that's always an even further left party. But at any time, he could be kicked out if the parties just said, no, nah, we're not going to go along with you. And then a new election would get called. And it's the governor general who actually does that. So she does have some role. But as far as I can tell, that's about it. I think we just look to Canada. And if we do not win the culture war, that's what's in store for us. That's so right. we're lucky in that regard that we get to watch it happen to you guys. <laughs> and then be like, hey, we, we don't want that to happen here. So let's, uh, you know, shore up our defenses. Get out and vote. Get out and vote in November there and make was, sure. Yeah. There was a time in American history where there was a rebellion, a violent rebellion. People were shot. People, it was called Shays Rebellion. It was in 17... Oh, yeah, the Shays Rebellion, that's right. 1783. It's right around, right after the revolution. And um, a bunch of farmers were being taxed with for money they didn't have. So they rioted. They went to the courthouses over the course of like a week or multiple mm -hmm. days and weeks or whatever. And uh, violently surrounded them the judges were like i'm out of here i'm not adjudicating we're not going to steal their land the governor cracked down hard like he wanted people's executed he wanted people arrested and it was he was calling people i don't know if he was using the word terrorist but calling you know the whole insurgency thing we got to go after people the farmers are our enemies and they were like if you start killing americans because they are revolting because they can't pay their taxes that's a bad road to go down. That's a very bad road to go down. Eventually, John Hancock came back in, won the governorship, and pardoned everybody. Except for two guys who were looters, and they got executed. But it was the pardon that it was like the road to banana republicanism. We saw it. We saw it where the, it was just, just another cycle of the weak becoming strong, executing the weak, and trying to hold strength. And the, and they they, they And now we have a situation it. where we have a president who told us that taxes were not going to be raised on people making under... Four hundred thousand dollars. It's very. But that's much a trick. Like Bodorn. They are. They are being raised, and they have employed all of these IRS agents. And he's. It's calling not people just terrorists. about raising taxes. That's the trick. Mm -hmm. The trick is they say we're not going to raise your taxes. No, we are going to just bill you on your existing taxes and claim you owe us. Right. And you can't yeah. Fight it. Yeah. It's, it's, but they're also. I mean, they're going after the, the middle mail. class again. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. The, the villainization of an entire group of people, like what they said about MAGA Republicans, mm -hmm. is like this boat. What Bodoin did in Massachusetts. Well, and the MAGA Republicans are like. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
they've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. These are middle-class small business owners, you know, nail shop owners out in the middle of Indiana or wherever, and they're going to end up paying a whole bunch more, get more pissed, and then be called terrorists. Very again. much like history might repeat itself here because in Massachusetts for Shea's Rebellion, the, the governor was out of his, it was Hancock mm-hmm. was governor and saw the rebellion on the horizon was like, I'm, I'm resigning. I can't do this anymore. So he left. Then this new governor came and became this tyrant, kind of like what Biden's doing, claiming people are terrorists. I don't like it. And then eventually Hancock was like, I, okay, I can't not do anything. He, he ran again, got back into mm-hmm. the governorship and pardoned people. Now, if we have a president is, runs again and then comes back into the presidency and pardons people, wouldn't that be an interesting well, you know, revolution it, of the past? You know, I read that was funny that if Donald Trump is indicted and goes to prison or is in jail or whatever, and then is still running for president and wins, he can pardon himself. Oh, is that right? Can you pardon I mean, yourself? I, I, I think it's debatable. Yeah. I, I remember there was a lot of talk about this a few years ago. It would get challenged, but apparently he could. I think, I mean, what do you do when someone in prison is elected president? <laughs> Just he, safe there, you know what I mean? I guess. Sort of safe, wow. depending on what kind of prison he's in. When, and I guess the charges would be things like obstruction of justice, mishandling of documents that are in your possession that you actually own. That's what they're trying to go. Can you for. run for president yeah. if you're in prison? No, you can't. Well, actually, but I mean, hold on. Can't. They're going. They're going after this records law that says if you obfuscate, manipulate, or destroy mm-hmm. records, you can't run for office. That's what they're trying to do. They just uh, really don't want him to run again. Yeah, Everything that they've been doing is about that. It's the that. same thing with Shays Rebellion. They wanted to strip these people of all their uh, voter rights. Mm-hmm. They wanted to strip people of their land. They took. They seized people's property like they're trying to make them non-citizens they were trying to make them non-citizens and eventually it was just like you can't do that you can't you can't make a country if you're making people non-citizens that's correct yeah um i want to jump to this story here from the post millennial oh my occupied democrats demands boycott of spotify after joe rogan says vote republican talk about a bunch of whiny little babies Hmm. Joe Rogan has opinion, quick, boycott the entire largest music platform in the world. Luck with that. Post Millennial says, during a recent episode of his podcast, Rogan highlighted the failures of the Democratic Party's handling of the COVID pandemic, suggesting that people should vote Republican instead. It drew ire from many on the left, obviously, who went so, uh, so, so far as to call their followers to boycott the popular music and podcast streaming platform, Spotify. I mean, Occupy Democrats, they post a bunch of fake news anywhere. They're kind of nuts. Mm-hmm. They say... If you support a boycott of Spotify until they drop Joe Rogan's podcast after he just ignorantly urged Americans to vote Republican as payback for businesses closing down due to the pandemic, dangerous rhetoric as the GOP embraces full fascism. Oh, my God. Please retweet and follow us. Well, you know, Donald, uh, uh, it was Joe Biden who said semi-fascism. They had to one-up him. I don't think they know what the word means. Well, I don't think they care what the word means. Yeah. Everything's upside down. It's yeah, everything is upside they, down. I mean, they, they, you look, look, look. But I predict I'm gonna, that this is going to go as well as Neil Young's boycott of Spotify. Sure, sure. I, I propose this. How about someone out there makes a browser extension and we select a bunch of keywords like far right, fascist, semi-fascist, whatever, and we replace it with bad thing. That's it. So like bad thing person, <laughs> and it'll be like, you know, uh, business is closing down due to bad thing or, you know, uh, GOP embraces embraces bad thing. 
Just that, that's all it means. It doesn't mean anything other than bad thing. So we get a browser extension. It just changes these phrases into the phrase bad thing. There we go. That'd be the name of the extension. Bad thing. I, I like bad that, thing. actually. I would translate I would the that left. On. That's right. That's kind of that's really smart. I like it. I want it's another one of your good ideas. An inaccuracy with Occupy Democrats here. Rogan is not ignorant. No, he's done that's enough research not. over the last 10 years. I can I can safely say from a distance, the guy, not a genius. LOL. Actually, I think you are a genius, Joe. But I yeah, mean, Joe's a genius. I don't think, think he is. You are. Honestly, he's, he's a, a brilliant guy. Yeah. Um, not ignorant. He knows what he's talking about. This is not you know a, is? a light decision that he's making or talking about. Joe's not a genius. Yeah. But he's been he's been <laughs> taken. He's been smoking DMT and weed for long and, enough and psychedelics <laughs> and uh, NAD mm-hmm. and so it's like his mind has just ascended to a new level. So. In the fourth dimensional state, he's kind of just a regular intelligence, but to all of us lowly three-dimensional beings, he's way out there. Also, if you watch that segment, he's saying vote Republican almost like to bring balance back to this thing. And it was the Democrats that shut down businesses. They shut down our schools. They shut down our churches. They left, you know, the cathedrals to sin open. They left open the liquor stores. They left open the casinos. Um, But they closed down the things that... churches. Yeah, they close down the things that give us community, that help us learn things. They close down libraries. They close down all this stuff. And now we're supposed to just be like, oh, that was okay. You did that for really good reasons. No, they were garbage reasons. We all know they're garbage reasons. You have everybody walking it back. You know, I mean, you even had Kathy Hochul, stupid governor of New York, saying that it was a mistake to close schools. Which So it was obvious at the time and it's obvious now. They're saying it now because an election's coming Mm -hmm. and they're scared. What I don't like about what, Joe, what Joe said in this article, but a lot of people are saying vote Republican. What I don't like about that is the vague, bland vote R on a ticket, regardless of who it is, because idiot random dude that has bad intentions can join the Republican Party and then get that vote. You should vote for the good candidate, the right candidate. doesn't matter what party they're in. A trans Satanist anarchist won the nomination for, I think, sheriff or whatever by a running trans a trans Satanist. Yep. It was up in New Hampshire. Yeah, it sounds like New uh, Hampshire. To, to make a point, to make a point being like, you would just vote for whatever's got an R on it. That's your fault. People were pissed. They were like, wait, this person won. It's like, you voted for him. Yeah. That's like there was a, you guys probably don't remember this, but there was an episode of Will and Grace where they were trying to figure out who to vote for. And Grace was hosting a fundraiser for the Jewish candidate. And Will was hosting a fundraiser for the gay candidate. They ended up getting into a huge fight and whatever. And then at the end, what's his name? The other guy comes in. Jack. Jack, the best character on the show. He comes in. He sees that they're arguing. And he's like, why didn't you just vote for the black guy? And they're like, there's a black guy running. And they both run out to vote for the black guy. When was this? This was whenever Will and Grace was on. What was that, the 90s? It was hysterical. It was like so perfect. It's bang on. Back when identity politics was fun. Was amusing back in the 90s because we were, were also above it. it. Before yeah. comedy was terrorism. Right. Yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's 9-11 all over again. I, I keep talking about pardons on this show from time to time, but it's like since 9-11, people went psychotic. And we got to like just move on, man, because we are forming a world government right now. And if we don't move on, they're moving on without us. Well, let me let me look it, it, to, to, to put myself into the fray. Let me just point out like why this stuff persists. The Daily Beast read this article I mentioned earlier where they claim that I'm, I'm trying to lure people into my right-wing world with rock music. <laughs> this is the insanity that they're telling people. And I, and, I, and I don't want to, you know, forgive the sort of self-promotive, you know, promotion, I guess, that comes out of this. But my point is there are people who read The Daily Beast as a mainstream corporate publication, and this is the world they live in. It is 
literally insane. They are in a psychotic, paranoid, delusional bubble. They believe this stuff. Now, I think the Daily Beast is writing this because it's basically you could create a, a Daily Beast article generator and click a button and have it spit out a name in some words, Jack Posobiec, far right, you know, uh, hoax or whatever. And it'll just randomly throw in random, random person's name, random identifier, random thing they did. And that's the Daily Beast. Mm-hmm. But when there are people who believe this insanity, what happens to their brains? I had one guy said he was mad at me for breaking consensus reality. Bro, you don't live in consensus reality. No, that's you, not you live thing. in the crackpot reality <laughs> of weird algorithmically driven garbage articles that make no sense. But this is what makes people lose their minds. And the reason why they hate Joe Rogan so much is that Joe Rogan appeals to regular people. I think he may be a vaccine, as it were, socially, mm-hmm. to stop people from being of contracting the mind the virus. The tip of the needle, so to speak. You know, you've mentioned 9-11 a couple times. I think that's also coincident with when the internet really took off, which has enabled division to be stoked. But also what's going on today, I go to universities and I hang out sometimes on campus. I've been to many Ivy League universities and I talk to these students wearing my signs. They are teaching these kids now. They're training this generation that it's not okay to have a different opinion. You can't just be okay with it. You have to be actively engaged in trying to cancel the other opinion. Anti-racism isn't just about uh, being against racism. It's about actively trying to cancel people who you disagree with. And they're creating these social justice warriors. This whole young generation can't even have a conversation because words are violence to them. And it wasn't well, like look, that look. in 2012. I think it's TikTok. I think that ByteDance and the CCP are really intentionally driving this algorithm in the United States, trying to get people to hate each other. Perhaps. I don't, I well, don't I, think I, it's... TikTok I bans. honestly don't think I never it's... Used, on the right. I never used TikTok once. I've You're, never you, even I don't think it's Twitter is doing that. Twitter is doing that, but what TikTok is doing is making sure that anyone who opposes the cult can't have a platform. Tons of people on the right have been banned for literally no reason. I mean, Tim Cast IRL is banned from TikTok. We don't know why. Yeah, and they're, uh, from what I've been told, they're not, it's a different algorithm that TikTok uses in the United States than what it uses in China. They that push like science and technology to the top in China, whereas they push gender ideology to the top in the U.S. Yep. That's, I mean, that's not non-intentional. That's definitely someone chose to do that. But this stuff was happening before TikTok or any of these other things. You know, there was this push to not educate scholars, but to turn out activists. So it's a, it's a completely different way of um, engaging in instruction, right? It, yeah. used, like, it used to be the way that you engage at, in a university is that you're having a discussion, you've all read the material, and any idea is open for discussion. It doesn't matter how crazy it is. It doesn't matter if you agree with the idea or not. Come up with an idea, throw it out there, let's talk about the idea. And now it has so much more to do with, you know, forming a belief system that then you can go and act as an activist out in the world and get people to um, sign on to your belief system. That's not what it used to be. It, I mean, the idea that a scholar is someone who has to believe a certain set of things and never question them, that's not scholarship. That's, that's cultish behavior. Speaking of activists, I was in San Francisco two months ago down by the pier with my signs, with a woman who came out with me. And it was a weekday, schools were in session There were about 80 elementary school kids, 10 and 11 years old, down there protesting in favor of abortion and trans rights. 10 and 11 year olds out on a school field trip protesting. On a school field trip. 
Mm-hmm. The school had them go out and do it. Three different classes. And they were not they were not just protesting, right? They were protesting for the eradication of, of babies and for the sterilization of teenagers. I mean, look, right. as, as long as you... <laughs> if, if Talk the, about anti-humanism. If the pro-America side, if the freedom libertarian side, conservative side wins on school choice, then give it 20 to 40 years and the problem corrects itself. I think uh, a lot of it, you were mentioning earlier, the internet, how it kind of coincided with 9-11. And I, I think what's internet video has been weaponized. I thought for sure back in 2006, like internet video is the future. I was right. It's just been weaponized as part of it. And uh, the like, for instance, I made a video uh, when Barack Obama was running for president in 2007. I made a video and said, Barack, you're going to win. You're going to serve two terms. I was just like, let's manifest. Let's create this and give it confidence. So 50, you're responsible for all those kids. It's, it's your and fault. And then at yeah. YouTube, one of the <laughs> Steve Grove at YouTube, one of the administrators featured the, the article. So basically together we create a political propaganda. I didn't think of it at the time. I was just like, I want Obama to win. It got 50,000 views. I don't know how many people voted for Obama as a result, but talk about mass formation. Like... The, the power of internet video that an individual can inspire the minds of almost the entire world is it's disconcerting. Let me let me jump to this story we got from the post millennial. Breaking hey, it's Connecti- again. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Connecticut hey. assistant principal placed on leave after Project Veritas expose. Woo. This is crazy. This Veritas expose from the other day. Oh, this is wild. This is totally wild. This dude's basically bragging about how he's breaking the law to mm-hmm. uh, like an, violating non-discrimination laws, saying yeah. he won't hire conservatives, Catholics. Or people he, over 30. People over 30. Wow. Right. All of this is just. Meanwhile, look at this guy. Illegal. Like, why does he have a job? That's a good question. He's a, he's a, and he's like, well, these people, they're brainwashed. And I'm like, dude, when you refuse to expose people to other ideas, it's you that's the cult. Yes. You, not the other people who are actually okay with different ideas competing with each other. But this guy's now placed on leave. The crazy thing is there's a video. I think you guys, I don't know if you guys have it where James O'Keefe. Okay. Oh yeah, that, we have that in a different story. Yeah. they try, We they, ran like multiple stories on this. James confronts the guy at a, at a bar, a restaurant, and they threaten, they call the cops that's and the cops right. threaten to arrest him. Yeah. Yeah, this is crazy. But this is it. This is one school. It's one school in Connecticut. Good in job, Project Veritas. Super fancy part of Connecticut. I mean, but just just you need to understand this is an example of what parents need to be watching out for. The, he's basically saying he won't hire someone who doesn't agree with trans ideology. Whew. He wants teachers to come in and tell the kids whatever the kids want to hear and what he wants them to say. And he's like, I'm pretty good at making sure we don't hire any Catholics or conservatives. You can't ask him, but you can ask other things. And then I just call him and say, you know, we've moved on to another candidate. This is what they're doing at your schools, man. If you yeah. don't, if you don't keep an eye on what's going on, you're going to wake up one day and be like, "Why did my kid shave shave their head and now they hate me?" I well, can't. I mean, your kid can shave your head and hate you without joining a cult, can't they? Yeah, but what I mean is, <laughs> I mean, that's, we've, we've a, that's like teen. We've years, talked right? about this a lot. The the cult indoctrination at these mm-hmm. schools, especially at colleges. And we've had tons of people come on this show and like while we're getting ready for the show, they're like, yeah, my kid's about to go to college. And I was like, do you read your own tweets? Yeah. Why are you doing that? (laughs) They just because it's just no like this is why I'm like, I don't know, maybe maybe there won't be a civil war because the right will just sit there and shake their fist while the left stages a revolution. Because even knowing the schools are doing this, they keep sending their kids to these schools. It's like, okay, I guess. Sure. Fine. Whatever. Well, it is hard. I mean, as a parent, it is hard to try and like figure out if there's a path that you can take. You know, I talk to my kid all the time about all of these things. Homeschooling? 
Well, micro schooling, private yeah, schools. You got to do all of these things. You got to figure it out. I'm just no, saying. I never said, I'm just saying kid. it is hard to figure out a choice. It's a full time job to figure out how to educate your kid. Yeah, no one ever yeah. said having kids was hey, easy. Hey, I right? didn't say it was easy. My son if, actually has on. said like he wants to go to college, and I'm like, you could also just buy a truck. I got an idea though. Too, yeah. Hear me, hear me out. <laughs> I, I hear what you're saying about it being a full time job. Mm-hmm. What if we created some kind of like cultural institution where there was a parent who would work and make money and acquire resources while the other parent principally helped raise those kids. Hmm. And then through that partnership, you'd have like a a healthy family to raise these kids and instill values in them. You know what I mean? Like, what could we call something like that? I don't know. Maybe like a family? Family. (laughs) Sounds like evil white supremacy colonialism to me. What are you trying to control kids or something? Jeez. The other thing too is I was recently listening to, or something, I was... And somehow I was absorbing information about uh, <laughs> what? Who knows how? I don't know how about how? divorce, about like the history of divorce in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And I have come to the conclusion that no fault divorce was a total mistake. Oh, yeah. This should well, yeah. never have been absolutely allowed and at all. And it was the, the communists, right? Yeah, 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 it's a terrible and plan. I, I love this. Media, we never should have done this. Media Matters. I think it was Media Matters. One of these lefty outlets wrote like. Tim Cast IRL, the right wing is now coming for no fault divorce, and I'm like, okay, yes. like what? How do you protect well, against no plan. fault divorce as a guy, as a woman too? I guess, but I mean, like, I have like, you know, I, I'm in my 40s. I know lots of women who are no longer married. Uh, there's crazy stories, you know. A guy wakes up one day and he's like, I don't want to be married to you anymore, and then he takes the house and tries to take the kids, and you're like, what? Ha- what did I do? What happened? And the inverse. Yeah, and the women doing the same thing. Guy guy comes home one day, the locks were changed, and she's like, "Here's the papers, go somewhere else." This is just crazy. You You sign prenups, I've heard, but then I've been told like they're not enough. Like even if you have a prenup that says half of it's mine, if you have to, if you have to sign a prenup, like don't marry that person. Correct. I feel like prenups should be embedded in the marriage contract. So you don't have to but feel bad about it. But that's crazy too. Like then why get ma- Like what's the point of getting married? To yeah, make you, more money you used with to not be have. able to get divorced. You'd, you, you, you'd go and you'd be like, I'd like to get a divorce. And then the judge would be like, no, denied, bang. I think the go idea, get counseling. The idea of getting married is I'll bring my 10 million, you bring your 600,000. And then with our 10.6 million, we make 100 million more and we split that. But you don't get my original 10 million that I, I bring. I love the, like this 10 million brought to wow. the marriage in the first place. I just remembered what it was that I was listening to. It was the criminal podcast about this woman who was trying to get divorced from her husband after he had uh, been convicted of murder and oh, she had to wow. go to south she had to go to south it was like i don't know sometime before now she had to go to south you dakota see, but that's a to do it right you know what i'm saying like but if, then if, he was exonerated is what happened oh. and she could so she could have potentially gotten the divorce because he was in prison but then he was exonerated his dad got him off on like all these reasons uh and so she had to go to south dakota and live there for like a year in order to qualify to get divorced because it was legal there that's and then crazy, South Dakota man. changed their law and other people started having no fault divorce and whatever. But yeah, criminal podcast. I like that podcast. Did, did you catch what I was saying about the, the prenup, embedded prenup, the, how, why I think it makes sense? Yeah, because then you don't have to worry about it when you get divorced. You well, can just like leave with your, your original, stuff. Like marriage is a business contract and you bring in a, your initial investment and they bring their initial investment. I don't uh-huh. see why they should have access to your initial investment before I you do them. I kind of feel like considering marriage as a, as a business contract defeats the entire point of marriage. I... That's not how I would ever view marriage as a business arrangement. It's just financial. Then why do it? Just so you don't have to get taxed when you give your wife $100,000 a year. I hate this idea of marriage. 
I don't. That's all. That's, I mean, that's, really that's, all that's not terrible. what marriage is. Yeah. It's just like I can give you more than fourteen thousand dollars a the, year. That should the not gift be the deal. Limit, and then it's, I'm not going to get so taxed like, on it. So like, there should be. Let's, let's there use your scenario. Involved. There should be wanting to. Oh yeah, but you need to get married. Let's use your. Let's use your scenario about ten million dollars. You don't need to get married for the business If you had ten million dollars and you married someone with six hundred thousand. You it's would just hurt each other tax wise. <laughs> well, what you would do is you do it because you want to make more money together. No, like no, that's no, no, the no, idea right. is we're going to combine. No, 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 no. Where did you get the, you you get the $10 million dollars to you, start you, you with? Don't like you should probably be getting married in your early 20s, you know. You're like, hurting the taxes of the other person if you marry them if you have that much money. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Unless you're, if yeah, you're stagnant, if you're stagnant, if no, I come no, in with no, 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 when someone, when someone's making, you know, 250 K and they marry someone who's making a hundred million or ma- ma- making 25 million per year. And now it's a joint filing. You basically have just jumped straight up. You have, re- there, there's no benefit received to the person who's making less money. They just get, they, they just get taxed more. Yeah, but it doesn't make sense. They're right. also making 12.5 million a year because they're married to someone who's making 25. Yeah. yeah but it, here's the other piece of that is like, if you're both these wealthy millionaires like how do you even have time to find someone to fall in love with like that really is a business contract like working to make a lot of money is um maybe i'm just doing it wrong i should clarify too because i think is a thing the highest bracket what's what's the highest bracket it's 250 right 250 and up i have no idea so so it's actually like if someone's making 50k and they marry someone who's making 500 it's bad tax wise it's like i mean i would not uh encourage getting married and not trying to make more money. I think the purpose is you're going to make at least 10 times what you're making alone if you're married. I don't think it's bad tax-wise. It's, and it's, I say this it's, as a former financial advisor because the 500 person can come down to a lower tax bracket. Right. Because, well, it would basically put uh, 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 half of their money. They, they would get another 125K towards de- uh, uh, deductible or whatever. Or no, 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 no. That's not how it works. It's... Um, it, it's Yes, you're right, right, right. Like maybe what, what I'm trying to say each, is the the overall tax bracket might come down, but what anyway. I'm trying to say is if you're acting as an individual who wants a prenup, it is bad for you to enter this arrangement because it benefits the person who has more money. And depending on how much money they have, it may not actually be a benefit at all for anybody. So what I'm trying to get at is the system itself is being set up in such a way that it really, really disincentivizes marriage disincentivizes marriage. Like you can lose It's true on the poor side too. I mean, just across the board, the yeah. whole system is completely screwed up. Mm-hmm. But like, if you're if you're poor, bring back the dowry. That, that's what we need, yeah. right? You know, the the, you the know, dad will. will a, get... I have linens from my great grandmother's trousseau. Oh yeah, that she embroidered and brought with her into her marriage. I've been tossing around getting married. It's been like I'm dating this girl, and I'm like, I I want to give her money every year, but I don't want to get taxed on it. So like, what's the only way to do that <laughs> is to have a joint bank account. It's basically you. We can share funds, but I'm like. 
it seems so cold and calculated, it but sure like, does. maybe <laughs> that's the way you're supposed to treat marriage because it's all numbers. It's not like a love doesn't make love. Like that's up to me. I got to do that in my own soul. I think the, one of the big problems we have is that um, regardless of whether they're conservative, actually, no, no, I, I, I would I would say this um, principally of conservatives. They are they are raising their children extremely poorly. Now, granted, they're doing better than than liberals for sure. What I mean, though, is how is it that there are conservative families that are shocked to find their kids have become, you know, purple hair, shaved head, you know, left extremists who hate the, their parents' guts? That's bad parenting. That's it. I don't. I, I mean, maybe it's bad parenting. It as, is. You, you kicked your kids off to the wind and then the... we're like, what happened to my kids? Maybe you should have paid attention to what was going on with their lives. I think for a lot of parents today, when they think of school, we think of our own experiences in school. And a lot of them just have no idea how much things have changed. These aren't education centers no, anymore. But They're indoctrination centers and people are getting blindsided. It's not even it's 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 also there's 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 more to it. We had, um, you know, our friend Richie McGinnis's mom was on and she's an old school feminist. And we tried explaining to her that feminists today are pro-war. She was shocked, said, no, they're not. Yeah, they are. They all have, U- yeah, like Martina Navratilova has Ukraine flag in her. Yeah, they want, they want to pump money into the war machine. That's correct. They want Raytheon to see those record profits. And They're we're about to sell a bunch of weapons to Taiwan too. Like. Exactly, billion dollars. Yeah. A billion dollar grant or whatever for, for weapons. But these older people don't pay attention. They, they've resigned from, mo- from modern political and social life. And now the world's being burned down and they're sitting back voting for it, going, oh, you're crazy. It's not happening. So there are people who are like, Tim, don't rag on boomers. My friends, I'm not ragging on you, who is intelligent, smart, who reads the news, fact checks, and is questioning what's going on. And is watching the show. And is watching the show. I'm talking <laughs> about how we've had people on the show. I'm talking about the, 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 the large portion of boomers who are voting Democrat, thinking they're voting for like a hard wor- a union guy. And they're actually voting for child sex changes. And they won't read a single article online to save their own children's lives. It's not just boomers. It's, it's literally anybody. But, you know, I think the issue is when it comes to the older generation, not just boomers, but anybody, they consume television media. That's where they get their news. We are online, so we're exposed to counter information. They're not. So they sit there in their, in their lounge chairs watching CNN going, wow. Can't believe that's true again. And no matter how many times there's a hoax, no matter how many times there's a new Jesse Smollett, they believe it. Although, At a certain point, you got to be like, okay, this thing's just full of crap. Yeah, there's a, there is a sense of erosion that is in, in, interplayed as well. Like it's not, people are not impervious to realizing what's going on. Eventually, sometimes enough, you know, enough information appears in their face. They see enough uh top genderqueer books or books about this and that and seeing a 12 year old with the mastect- double mastectomy and they're like sometimes like an erosion can happen slowly over time sometimes all of a sudden a big piece of rock just falls off and you're like whoa the what trick, am i looking at the trick now is uh, are you familiar with black propaganda the concept yeah. yeah so this is what the left does right lying cheating stealing and the right doesn't do these things. They, they, they try and take this straightforward approach of here's what has to be done. And here's the harsh reality. You go to someone and say, you're going to have to work hard to make a better future. They go, hard work. Then the Democrats come along and say, you know, those loans you took out, we're going to make other people pay for them. And they're like, sounds good to me. Freebie, well, right? What they even say is that no one's going to have to pay for them. They lie about that too. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm imagining what would happen if you went door to door 
knocking on doors in a swing district and said that you were a Democrat, you know, voter, and you showed them the book Gender Queer. And you said, Here, here's a book. Here's what's in schools. Do you think, what, like, how would people respond to that? I think that the, I think that there's two ways to respond to it, right? I mean, some people would look at it and they would say, oh, that's shocking. I'm going to start looking into this because that's crazy. And other people would just say, no, they would do that thing where they just don't even believe their eyes. But that's why I'm saying you don't make any arguments. You don't tell them, like, if someone just literally handed them a book and said, like, I want to just, like, you buy, you, the problem is you buy the book and you're helping the person who's making the book. Mm-hmm. But I'm just wondering, like, what would happen if you were, you know, in a neighborhood handing out these books? Like, what would what would they be saying about it? The far like, left likes it. But the problem with Democrats these days and the Democratic Party is they're essentially being held hostage by the far left wing of their party. Because if they object to any of this, they're, they are called a bigot. And to be called a bigot as a Democrat is like instant death. It's so like none of them will stand up to them. Yeah. Blasphemer! Yeah, right. Like, why? no, not me! Heretic! Actually, actually so they don't all agree with this. I a copy of that book. I bought a copy of Gender Queer because we were writing about it a lot. And I was like, I should just take a look at this book. Um, and the things that I found horrifying about it had a lot less to do with the graphic imagery and more to do with the traje- trajectory of the story. By the end of the book, this main character, who now is non-binary, is planning with a euphoric sensibility how to come out to their students because also the character is a teacher now. You see, like, that's the weirdest thing to me, that there are teachers who are like, I want to make sure all of these children know who I like to bang. Right. Why would you want that? No. We don't even, we we would never even say our teacher's first name. Like, if you went to your your teacher and said their name, they'd be like, excuse me? Oh, you did? At Quake, yeah. So I went to several different kinds of schools. I went to public school for, uh, through eighth grade. And then I went to Catholic school for two years. And then I went to uh, Quaker school for two years. What was that like? Quaker school? Yeah. It was great. It was academically rigorous. I had teachers who uh, were old school professor style teachers where any idea that you wanted to talk about was on the table. I was having trouble in my, my English class with uh, Peter Renka, and we called him Peter. But um, did we call him Peter? I don't remember. Anyways, I think I called him Mr. Renka because I came from Catholic school and I was used to calling people sister. So it was, anyways, who cares? The, uh, my point is I was having trouble in English class. And so I talked to Mr. Renka about it and he said, um, well, what do you want to read? And I said, I'd like to read this book, The Castle by Kafka. And he was like, great, read that. And we'll make time. We'll talk about it after school. And that's what we did. And it was great. And my philosophy classes were interesting, and I took, you know, independent studies in writing plays. I mean, it was ludicrous. If everyone could go to the school I went to, the way it was in the mid-90s, if everyone could go to that school, then we wouldn't have these kinds of problems, to be honest. I want to jump to the story from The Post Millennial. Ooh, it's us again. Threefer. Bomb threat at Boston Children's Hospital ruled false. Police report. No suspicious items were observed or located. An incident report from the Boston Police Department specifies. I just want to say that my initial assessment here was that it was a hoax and a hoax, but now it appears it's a hoax, hoax, and a hoax. So I'll explain, and then I'll throw it to, to Billboard Chris, but the first story is clearly the bomb threat itself was, was clearly fake. But also, the police did not even show up until an hour and 20 minutes after the call came in, and they did not clear the, 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 the area until an hour or about an hour later. So I'm like, okay, the police weren't even taking it seriously. It was so around the, 8 o'clock that the call came in. 9.20 when the police actually showed up. 
and then 10 o'clock when they actually cleared the, the, the yeah. space out. So you have the hoax of the call itself. Mm-hmm. You have the hoax of the media narrative that everything got shut down. And now what's the latest? So, yeah, there's a couple employees there that send me the emails they're getting. So I get those. But then this employee told me the weird thing is that they never sent out an initial lockdown email, only the all clear one. No added security this morning either. And this whole time, the last two weeks, there's been no added security. No one in the hospital has been getting any threats that this employee knows of. Most people didn't even know that I had tweeted out all these videos originally. They're just playing victim, trying to shift the narrative away from their own words that everyone heard in the videos that I tweeted out. And they're trying to make themselves into a victim. But there's really not that much going on there. What are their own words that you tweeted? Is that it's stuff actually you can shocking. talk about on yeah. YouTube? Yeah, yeah, it's all these. So they were on YouTube. These videos were on YouTube. They had all until these. They yeah. took them down. Yeah, they had all these videos on their YouTube channel, and I was alerted to one of it, one of them. So I tweeted it out. It was about gender affirming hysterectomies, huh. how they will cut out the uterus of a girl or young woman to affirm her gender, and it started to take off. Post Millennial wrote about it, and I thought I better record this because it's getting some steam going here. And of course they deleted the video. So then I tweeted out my recorded version of it. I sent it to Libs of TikTok. I sent it to Matt Walsh. They retweeted it for me. It went viral. And in the meantime, I recorded about 40 other videos from their YouTube site that they have also deleted all of those now. Are they still wow. doing gender affirming hysterectomies at the hospital? Yeah. And they even, they even changed their website. They had a page talking about how they do phalloplasties on 17 year olds or sorry vaginoplasties so this is yeah it was the vaginoplasties on the 17 year olds yeah this is where they create a neo-vagina for young men or boys they castrate them and then invert the penis Uh, it gets gruesome guys but anyway they changed their website it used to say it used to say 17 year olds now it says 18 year olds Mm. they also claim that they follow the wpath standards of care so wpath is the world professional association for transgender health they write the standards of care that these gender clinics can follow if they feel like it. But WPATH is lowering the age for all of these surgeries right now. And their new standards of care are coming out next week. And in there, they recommend womb removal and testicle removal for 17-year-olds, breast removal for 15-year-olds. But a lot of these clinics are going even younger than that. I have Kellen Lackhart on video from Kaiser Permanente in Oakland, California, admitting that they cut off the breasts of a 12-year-old girl. And they're castrating 16-year-old wow. boys. We have lots of stories like this. These places are out of control. There's humans, no regulation. But humans love boobs. That's the crazy thing, right? That it, it, it but it's true. What, what does this look, Libby? Well, they're, you agree? But, but I mean like. But the, these gender clinics treat them as expendable. Like well, if someone wanted to cut off their foot, we wouldn't cut off their foot. What I, what I mean is, um, correct, correct a, me if I'm wrong. That was a thing. Like there if, was the, anyway. It, it, I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that humans are the only mammalian species with permanently swollen breasts. I believe so. I believe that's true. Believe uh, so most most mammals only start producing and you know, their breasts only engorge when they're child rearing. But humans are different. That's what I mean. Like humans love boobs. And so it's, the, it's, it's this interesting thing just to see that they're telling children that these are bad things that you should get rid of and they're performing mastectomies on minor girls. Yeah, we've got Johanna Olson Kennedy, who's one of the top specialists in the world who runs the gender, gender clinic at Children's Hospital Los Angeles. She's on video talking about a 13-year-old girl who got her breasts cut off. And she says, what's the big deal? If they want to get breasts when they're older, they can just go buy them. <laughs> 
You also have what do they uh, think breasts are? Right. You also have doctors on TikTok saying that they're going to yeet the teats. And it's that's, what? that's what they say. Yeah. They're like, I'm going to yeet teats tomorrow. It's very exciting. Yeah. And they get all into it. Uh, Olson Kennedy was also, I think, the doctor, um, a doctor who was treating the child of an ABC executive who was at Disney, who was then advocating against the right. parental rights and education bill. She also, get this, guys, she applied for a grant and was given a grant. It went to four hospitals. The NIH, National Institute of Health, gave $5.7 million to four different children's hospitals. As part of the grant, they reduced the age that these kids could receive the opposite sex hormones. So this is girls getting testosterone or boys getting estrogen. But they, re they reduced the age as part of this grant from 13 years of age to 8 years old. But, but I also want to uh, make sure we're clarifying here. They're not actually giving kids testosterone or estrogen. They're giving them pseudo, right? It's a, it's a, it's a faux. It's not actual human hormones. Well, yeah, it's synthetic testosterone. Synth right, right, right. I don't know how they produce it, but yeah. But, but so this is an important factor because um, for a long time, I thought they were giving legitimate human hormones to children. They're not. It's synthetic or it comes from animals or, or things like that. There have been uh, older trans people who have advocated for like like horse estrogen or something like that. I've seen posted on forums. So what I end up reading is that some of these kids end up with very serious ailments based on the hormones they're getting because they're not quite the same. I think one one example of because uh, uh, I'm, I'm not a, bio, a biologist or a chemist or anything like that. But uh, people talk about soy and how soy feminizes people. But I believe soy is phytoestrogen which is, it's a different form. It's like less potent or something like that. That I'm not, I'm not saying necessarily what that means other than there are different kinds of estrogen that affect the body in similar ways, but they are different. Okay. Yeah. And plus it doesn't belong in their body. Like they have a small amount of testosterone girls do naturally, but they're yeah. getting dosages that are 20 times what they're supposed to have. But what I mean is if you give a human being, if a human being's body produces human testosterone, right. then the body reacts to it. But I'd imagine if you give a human being horse testosterone or some other synthetic, it's going to react differently than it would to actual testosterone, right. but perhaps similarly. And we don't know because this whole thing is a giant experiment, right? It's never been done in the history of the world. Whether you believe in God or you believe in evolution. Well, obviously, if you believe in God, you're saying God made us wrong by doing this to kids. And if you believe in evolution, as I do, well, we've evolved over about a billion years. Humans have been on this planet only for maybe 300,000 years. But are we to believe now that for the first time in human history, in this little 10-year window, that a pharmaceutical company is here to help our children be who they really are? You don't trust pharmaceutical companies? Evolution got it all wrong. <laughs> you know? I love this notion that the left used to, like, 10 years ago, they were like, these big pharma is bad, and now they're like, big pharma is good, my friend. Well, it's all part of a piece, too, because you have on the, uh, at, at Boston Children's, one of the founders of the gender clinic there was pioneering the use of puberty blockers in younger kids um and that was something i think that was started in like 2013 or something like that boston children's as part of their promotional materials was showing profiles of kids who um came to the clinic specifically for uh 
being young and being cared for in this way at that clinic. And they talk about how they have to go into the hospital a lot. And they talk about this as a positive thing. You know, they know right why, who I am and why I'm there. They have to get bone density scans. They have to get brain scans and all of this stuff. Isn't Puberty blockers are, too? yeah, there's, there's a lot of concerns. Also, the makers of these drugs don't recommend that you be on them for more than like three or four months. And yep. kids are going on them for years at a time and then being ushered onto cross-sex hormones. So that's an issue as well. And the way that the the trans kids are promoted, I think, is also really a dangerous thing because they look so happy and smiling. And it's like, yeah, you look great for these photo ops, you know, <laughs> like, well, so but let's see what's really going on. Why do you need 20, brain scans and bone scans? And yeah, 20, well, 20 year prediction. Oh, this is done. You think it'll be gone? There'll be no more way before that. Way before that. But yeah. what about nice these? What about these people? They're harm for life. They are literally lifetime medical patients. Mm. When you cut out the womb of a girl, sometimes they cut out just the uterus, sometimes they cut out the ovaries as well. So if this girl gets a little older, she gets to be 25 years of age, her brain's finished developing now, she says, what the heck did you do to me? I have all these medical complications. She's you, gone through menopause. Yeah. You cut out their ovaries sometimes. That's instant menopause. That has 100 side effects of its own. Early onset dementia, osteoporosis, all sorts of issues. A young woman in D.C., messaged me two days ago she she was rushed to the er three times because she's on testosterone and it was damaging her kidneys wow These, I, I heard of that causes the blood to thicken up too there's so many things think and we don't do even that. know them all you mentioned vision loss the fda just three or four weeks ago issued a warning saying that these kids brains are swelling up and they're suffering permanent vision loss this is news a young girl in sweden suffered spinal fractures while she was on puberty blockers 12 other kids there at the Karolinska Hospital, suffered catastrophic injuries. And they've stopped this in Sweden. They've stopped well, the, it in Finland. In Tavistock in, in the UK. In England, they're shutting down the Tavistock, which is the only gender clinic. They are spreading it out, though, and making it regional. Yeah, but they're it's going to be They're going to totally redo how it's yeah, going on, yeah. and it's not going to be nearly as extreme. And I, we, I, I just want to mention one more thing, what never gets talked about enough. At the Tavistock, where we have good statistics, because there was only one gender clinic that all the kids went to in England, 35% of the children had moderate to severe autism. That number goes above 50% when you include the mild cases. And all these children's hospitals here in the U.S. have partnerships with autism organizations. It's like providing a funnel of kids for them. And if you look at the Children's National Hospital website in D.C., where I was just at yesterday, two days ago, right on their website, they have a gender autism program. And it states right on their website that they don't yet know why so many autistic kids experience gender nonconformity. But that doesn't stop them from sterilizing them. Why, why do you think they experience gender nonconformity, autistic kids? From all the parents I've spoken to, these kids already feel like they don't fit in. They tend to obsess over things. They're feeling like they don't fit in, and this ideology is coming along, and it's being presented as the cure for them. That it's because they're trapped in the wrong body, which is why they don't feel like a typical girl. And that by transitioning, this is going to solve all their problems. But all these kids at these gender clinics have comorbidities going on. They've got autism. Some of them will go, grow up to be gay. All of our studies into gender dysphoria show that 80 to 90% of the time, when kids went through puberty, it desisted, and the majority of them were gay. The most recent study that came out followed 139 boys from about the age of 5 all the way into their 20s. 87.8% of them, they just grew out of it. 64% grew up to be gay. So in addition to all the other harm that's going on, this is actually a deeply homophobic movement that's telling kids just because they don't conform to stereotypes that this must mean they're trapped in the wrong body. And my message is one of 
body positivity. If a girl wants to climb trees, play in the dirt, throw around a football, hates wearing dresses and wants to have short hair, guess what? She's a hundred percent girl. It doesn't mean she's a boy. I mean, she's That's a the weird boy. thing. This uh, this movement just reinforces gender stereotypes. It sure does. That's all they, it is. They call yeah. it they call it uh, social constructs. But then, if someone exhibits what is clearly, as they describe a social construct, they say, "Well, got to get surgery and drugs." Right. Which doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, now does it? No, it's actually what if the stereotypes totally of society perverse. change? Yeah. Totally I mean, perverse. look, people in Scotland wear skirts. You know what I mean? <laughs> this you know, doctor. So what if what if like some kid from yeah. Scotland comes over and they're like, he's wearing a skirt. Oh, get the surgery ready. Oops, we already chopped his nuts off. Sorry. Right? Yikes. So these doctors at Boston Children's Hospital, in their own videos, we have this doctor saying that if a little girl, little toddler girl, tries to pee standing up, that's a sign she's a boy. If a little boy doesn't want to get a haircut, that's a sign he's a girl. She literally states in this video that toys are one of the determining factors in our gender. Well, and she's not the only one. This is being they're said like by this. doctors all over the place. You know, if your child wants to play with trucks, then maybe they're not the gender that you think they are. And they talk about how kids very young ages can express that they're in the wrong bodies before they even know what a body is necessarily. It's also interesting, too, that um, American kids are prescribed psych drugs. Like one in 12 American kids is on a, is on a psychiatric medication. Most of these have not been FDA approved for kids under 18 as well. You have a lot of kids who are on these drugs. They're on multiple. They're on like major drug cocktails of these things that are not approved for kids. Um, and you also have a lot of the kids who are being prescribed these drugs are boys who are uh, like lower class boys who have had multiple child abuse issues as well. And they're being given masses of um psych and behavioral drugs it's very weird what i think it's very weird what we do to our kids like and we keep we've been talking about that a lot tonight i think between all of the different kinds of drugs and medications telling them what we think they are what we think they're about we're not educating them properly well, we're just well, trying to indoctrinate that it's so is, weird no, like but, we don't but, let kids exist there's also the inverse <clears throat> where I, I saw these these uh, pamphlets where they were like let your children be who they are and it's kind of like, I mean, you're the parent. You got to help the kid become who mm -hmm. they're going to be, right? And you have to reinforce them positively as well. So I'll, I'll say it's not a blanket moral logic statement that indoctrination is bad. Indoctrination is a reference to typically instilling children with harmful things. With values but, that are going to do them do them right. wrong in life. But could be good. But, the, but well, so the idea is Feeding them a you could, you could technically sort. use a, sim, a word in a similar way. If you're going to instill within your child values that will help them survive and, and, and be happy and, and flourish, you are instilling values into them that are good. What these parents are doing is either not instilling any values— Letting your kid be who they are. Let your child tell you. It's like. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. I've heard a lot of things from a lot of kids that don't make sense. You know what I mean? I was yeah. thinking last also, night. what happens when that kid tells you some tells you they are something that you don't like? Like a like a rock. Like a rock or a cat. Or I'm a, a giraffe. Or it's a like conservative. You're not. I am now. You know? Oh, like, uh, last, then what? last night I was thinking how in times of war, one of the most horrible byproducts of war is that kids don't get a childhood. They grow up 
as fast as when nine-year-olds are carrying around weapons. What, is, what does that mean? We're like in a, a cult, childhood. Like a little eight, nine-year-old ends up having to be on the front and fighting or loses their parent and sees the horror of death when they're like seven or they lose their child. They're like forced into the real world without any. I don't, I don't like this idea of a childhood. I, I really, really don't. Well, you this, want to protect kids so that they can develop. I disagree. Throughout what about the entirety like child of human, labor laws? Throughout the entirety of children should have jobs. They children just, should have jobs? Yes, you they should. Like they just the, shouldn't be put in factories the where they get their hands stomped out. My point is, <laughs> children shouldn't be doing harmful jobs that will developmentally stunt them or cause them irreparable harm. But kids should be doing paper routes. Kids should be mowing lawns. Oh, for sure. Kids should be working the cash register for the family business. Kids should be carrying wood to their dad yeah, when well, he's prepping the furnace. Kids shouldn't be and seeing bodies history, get blown open. And throughout history. Enough. Throughout history, children have been exposed to the real world and grew up understanding what the world was. And throughout but history, they only beat throughout their kids. the past hundred years, those are bad things. Ian. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the fact that over the past hundred years, we have slowly removed children from reality, and now we have an, an, an evolution of snowplow parenting, where kids today think words themselves are violence because they've not actually experienced what the real world is actually like. So this idea that there is a such thing as a childhood, a childhood in the 1700s was taking the musket out back to because you got a wild hog in the yard and then you were doing labor with your family to grow food. Yeah, but we developed technology. We made things more comfortable. And then we got wealthier and wealthier as a, as, as, a, as a civilization. And we took our children out of reality to shield them from what we said was too difficult. And now we have whiny snowflakes who want pastel rooms with bean bags because the man giving a lecture at their college had a naughty word. You don't expose kids to sex when they're young. You don't expose them to violence. I don't think you should. I think that's what I'm talking about. Childhood is you protect kids from rape. You protect kids from death and, and maiming. And what's happening is because we're in a global fifth generational war, kids are getting, they're not getting their childhoods. They're getting thrust into this at the age of seven. And now they're, they're turning are into these Are you talking about like global warfare? This is like a psychological like, warfare thing that we've been in for seven like years the and the kids are eating kids it. Kids in wars in Africa who are being given it's drugs very, to It's go. very similar to like a, a- Like I'm not sure what you're talking, like what are you referencing? Kids are being exposed to porn at the age of nine on average now. Like That's uh -huh. like in a war country where when like- did, When did you first see porn? Oh, I was 21. You were 21? Yeah, I, I think I saw a video when I was 16. But this is not the same thing, Ian. I mean, what I'm saying is that obviously in the 1700s, there was not going to be a way for a child to see like five guys in a donkey and like three women swinging well, what around. What would happen whatever, is right? the barbarians would invade the village and the kid would either be raped I mean, by the it's... attackers or made to watch like horrible stuff. And you protect kids from that. Well, you try. Yeah, sure. and it's not working right now because but, of this but, but, but unfettered... The point is, but I mean, but I you, think... you understand, Ian, that even back then, we prevented those things. Like, we didn't want... Desperately, kids we would try to my, not. My point is that we've created this idea of a childhood where kids romp around and, and, and play and do no real work. I mean, the craziest thing to me is that in the United States, from the age of zero to five years old, what is a human being doing? Literally nothing. What do you That's mean nothing? That's insane. They're learning how to do all kinds of things. Sure, sure, sure. Like, uh, uh, give, me a, give me an example. You learn how to tie your shoes and dress yourself. You learn how to wash yourself. How long does it? You learn how to read. Yeah. You learn My how to read. My kids can read at that age. You learn Your how kids. to. You but learn the how average to, kid is not in you any learn kind how to of clean education up after program. Yourself. Yeah, not, but like your parents do that, right? Like 
You read no, to no, your parents, kids. No, no, parents aren't homeschooling their kids. Well, you don't Some have to be homeschooling are. your kid to teach them how to read and, this, and read to them all the and time. And this is, this is bad. It's very bad. The, the most important years. They sweep up the kitchen. I mean, they yes, do all the kinds of things. Yes, the most important years of a human being's life are zero through five and the next up to 13. These are developmental years. And in the United States, we don't have kids doing anything. I mean, sure, sure, sure. They're going to tie their shoes. But that's not going to help them succeed I don't know. as adults. They do all kinds of things. Like my kid was learning how to, my kid your kid's an anecdote, right? Yeah, so if you're doing like, a good job as, you know, as a parent, that's that's great. He learned but how to make average, eggs. The average parent is putting their ramen. kid in front of an iPad <laughs> and ignoring them. And the kids are then watching insane algorithmic garbage on, on, on YouTube. Yeah. It was a huge scandal. It's happening way too much. And these kids today, the internet, back to the internet, this is the first generation that's grown up online. Their friendships are online. These kids who identify as trans are spending seven hours a day online. That's statistically what's going on. Actual sex as teenagers is way down. Oddly and enough. into the 20s. Yeah. Up to 30 years old now. And, you know, I don't want to say the word, the G word, like James Lindsay talks about. This is happening online to it's these the kids. It's the G word, yeah. They're getting G into word. these cultish environments online. TikTok, Tumblr, uh, anime sites are huge recruiting centers for this ideology. Deviant Art, that popular website, tons of kids get sucked into it through there. Even video games, because they're talking to kids online as they're playing role-playing games. You know right? what they say, Missouri loves company. Mm, yeah, that's what yeah. they say. But uh, we just need to get the truth back out there because this is a far-left ideology that should have stayed in some obscure corner of university where they debated this ideology well, for years. This, this and now... Uh, they're pushing it into all of our schools. It is it is currently prevalent among the far left, but it's not inherently left wing. You know what I mean? I don't think so. So uh, left in terms of economics or governance, hierarchical structures. The fact that these people believe weird things about science and biology is irrespective of how a government should function or an economy should function. But it's be for, for whatever reason, critical race theory and gender theory have been absorbed by the left. Because my, my, my point is, you don't see laissez-faire capitalists walking around demanding an open free market and child sex changes. You know what I mean? Right. So it is it is currently of the left, but it's not inherent to left political or economic No, ideology. not at all. And that's the thing I try to uh, communicate to all the politicians and everyone when I talk to them, is that this is a hugely winning issue for anyone to talk about. Because the, in my experience, and I've had about 8,000 conversations on the street, more than 90% of people agree with us. Oh, of course. We shouldn't be doing this to kids. Of course, Democrats, parents, they don't want their kids getting harmed. They don't want them being sterilized. You know, look, you just, you got to go out and pamphlet for the Republicans saying, we would like to ban child sex changes. And then let people say they agree or disagree with it. Well, there there is an issue with that, though. Like, I was talking to uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene about this, and she was saying that Republicans are not coming out um, in favor of banning gender surgeries for kids she can't get a whole bunch of people to join on join in on this i was talking to somebody about um why this is happening why more conservatives aren't jumping on and he was like oh they can't you know they can't jump on board because they have to win their districts and all of this and it's like just do it just suck it up and, and and state the truth that this is inappropriate and should be stopped right away this should be the first thing i ask any politician that comes on the show ever and again. green is right green is right this stuff should be totally criminalized yeah at a federal level i think a lot of them are 
a lot of them see this as like the new gay rights movement. And that's what the left wants you to believe. Well, they but want you to do that because they want to keep getting money from all of the foundations, right? Yeah. Like it wasn't it right. human human rights campaign. Yeah. They were all on board trying to legalize gay marriage. And then as soon as they got that win, they didn't all want to have to quit their jobs. So they had to pivot to something else. It's so clearly that this is what it is. You got to keep donations Hospitals flowing. get a ton of money for this. And because Biden just recently has decided that conversion therapy includes telling your kid that they're not trans, right? Uh, the next push is to get insurance companies to cover this for everything, for everything across the board, which of course well, is look. actually discriminatory because if you say that a boy can get breast augmentation but a woman can't and the reason is because the boy can get it because he's a boy and the woman can't get it because she's already a woman that's discriminatory on the basis of sex i say i say you're right 20 years from now this is all gone but maybe not for social reasons it's going to be because we're going to have a lot of people who are very angry there's going to be hearings there's going to be lawsuits there's going to be you know very serious conflict but also because these people you know with, with without i'm not trying to be mean to them i think these people are victims but they're not gonna be able to reproduce so you've got the left overwhelmingly uh, terminating their own children through abortion. And then many of them are also sterilizing their own children through surgeries or through puberty blockers. Give it 40 years and this country is going to be Christian conservative. Well, unless, especially, unless especially if, we, if we keep letting in uh, people from South America, which I don't have a, really a problem with so long as it's done legally. I mean, Trump's winning among Latino <laughs> so, voters. Yeah. You know, let so. in the Catholics. Yeah, you, you want have a the, bunch more kids. Do you want the country to be Christian, like a Christian nation, or you just think that that's inevitable? That's just what's happening. Why do you think that? Science shows mm -hmm. it happened. It already it already happened. In in uh, we've, we've talked about it before. In in two thousand, there were a couple studies. One found that conservatives had two point zero one kids, and liberals had like one point seven three or something like that. And that was very simple math. If at that point. In 2000, that's how it was breaking down between conservative families and liberal families. Then it was obvious that in 18 years from that point, the voters in this country entering their first voting age would skew conservative. Sure enough, what did we see? Pew Research showed that Gen Z is the first generation in 100 years to be slightly more conservative than the last. Now, Gen Z is not as, as, as conservative as Gen X. They're just a teeny bit, like one little degree more conservative than millennials. Wait, Gen X is conservative? No, they're more conservative than millennials. Oh, okay. Gen X is more conservative than millennials. That makes sense. The older then, you get, this is the classic. I think we were Except more conservative Gen Z is than slightly, millennials. Gen Z before. is slightly more conservative than uh, uh, Gen Z is slightly more conservative than millennials, though they mostly agree on everything. But this is the first time in a hundred years. A lot of people thought it was because there was a breakthrough in culture and that these kids were based because you know the right was fighting back and winning the culture and, and stuff like that. And it's like no, it's because they had more kids twenty years ago. It's that simple. So what are, the, what are the schools doing now? Desperately trying to indoctrinate your kids because they know they've lost that fight. They know Gen Z, there's more Gen Z kids of conservative parents than of liberal parents. And so they're desperately like, we better be able to get them in the schools. But lo and behold, school choice has become a major issue and they're freaking out over it. Because if that happens, they've lost Give it two generations, give it two voting cycles, and you are going to have a massive wave of conservative voters in this country. 40 years from now, it's going to be like 51-49, depending on what happens with immigration. There's a whole bunch of variables at play here. But if we get two 20-year periods, let's say eight, 36 years, two 18-year periods of conservatives having tons of kids and liberals having abortions and sterilizing their kids, the math is very, very simple. You will end up with voters who are just more likely to vote conservative and the left will start losing and they'll be desperate to, to, to bring in some kind of voter to help them.
You know what I think? I think within one or two years, we will get a, a stop put to this because there's so much pressure building and it's going to come internally from organizations like the American Academy of Pediatrics, which, by the way, we have a big protest planned for October 8th in Anaheim where they're having their conference. There's going to be 10,000 doctors there. I have doctors messaging me all the time asking how they can help. I have some going through every research report that's ever been written so they can submit things at this conference. But the AAP is ignoring calls already that are happening. I think you've written about it. They're ignoring calls from their own doctors yeah. for an inquiry into this because the average doctor hates this. They just don't know that it's going on. We're talking about a tiny number of ideological doctors that are doing this to thousands of kids. And the rest swore an oath to first do no harm. And no matter which way you slice it, there is no justification for what they're doing to these kids. It's so crazy. I can't see how this lasts for many more years because the momentum we have is huge. And the last two weeks alone have been massive. I see it on the street. I, th I think it really is simple that if you go to any American and say, would you be in favor of banning sex changes for children? Yeah. They would say, uh, yeah, I think, yes, absolutely. It's oh. all about framing. So that's what they're right. doing, the media keeps saying health care for trans kids. And that's, that's right. not what it means. That's also like how they say allowing trans kids to play on, uh, to play sports. No, no kids who identify as trans are banned from playing sports anywhere in the country. Right. They are not permitted to play sports in many places uh, on, on teams of the opposite sex. That's not banning you from playing sports at all. Not even a little bit. And it's not the whole Democratic Party that's in favor of this. It's 10% of them. Really? If it's 10% of them, then why is it? I mean, it's huge. Like you had the, the president come out and say, affirm your kids. All of the politicians go along with it. Why do you think but that But they're is? not the voters. Right. Because yeah. the media tells them to. They're, they the can't media, stand up to the radicals in their party. They're, they're cowards. When the media says, well, I mean, actually, in the past uh, few primaries, the, the far left has been losing and the moderates had been, had been doing fairly well. Uh, so maybe, those, maybe that will change. But also with the Republican Party, it's the inverse. The MAGA Republicans are actually doing way better and the establishment's losing out consistently. And that's why they're going after, that's why they're going after Trump supporters because those oh, are the yeah. people who are, who yeah, are they're winning. losing. I'm yeah. kind of like, <laughs> I, I, hope they do lose. I support people's right to experiment on themselves personally. Like if you want to cut yourself, if you want to get a piercing, if you want to take a drug, like I'm whatever. But when the kid, like a 16, 17 year old, they're starting to become an adult, but the parent's kind of the guardian. Like, a parent, so if a kid, if a 12-year-old gets gender surgery of some sort, is that not the parent experimenting on the kid? Well, I think that parents have different reasons why they go along with it. Some parents, I think, are just fully indoctrinated into this mentality themselves. And you would know better better than me on this. Some, so this is happening in schools that they're socially transitioning children, changing their names, changing their pronouns, and hiding it from parents. There's a woman in California, her name's Abigail Martinez. Her story encapsulates this perfectly. Her daughter grew up healthy, normal girl. They came from El Salvador originally. Girly girl, wearing princess dresses, all that sort of stuff. Got into high school, started to hate her body, started to get teased, joined the school's QSA or GSA, the Queer Straight Alliance or G Gay Straight Alliance Club, where they feed them pizza and love bomb them and tell them that maybe you're born in the wrong body. Huh. And she became indoctrinated to believe that she was a boy. And the school hid this from her mom. Why? Because her mom is a Catholic. That you happened know? in uh, Florida as well this was, with a dad. Yeah, it's happening yeah. everywhere. Uh, in Florida, January Littlejohn, mm -hmm. who we know, 
the school drew up a gender transition plan for her daughter without telling her. Right. It's crazy. But anyway, this girl became indoctrinated to think she was a boy. She was just struggling. She was dealing yep. with depression and anxiety. And mom knew that testosterone was not the best thing for her girl. But these social workers who have known this child for two or three hours took her into custody. They took her away from her mom, put her into foster care, put her in a group home with other so-called trans kids. And I do not believe there is such a thing as a trans kid. We should frame this as children with gender dysphoria because there's no alternate form of human. There are just girls and boys. But anyway, the state of California took away custody, put her on testosterone. And while she was still separated from her mom, she knelt down in front of a train. Mm. Wow. Police had to pick her body up in pieces. And this is what's happening in this country all over the place. Parental rights are being stripped away and we are not allowed to parent our own children. In British Columbia, where I'm from, a dad went to jail last year. Mm. Why? He spoke out against his daughter's transition, which he was powerless to stop. And you're not even allowed to say his name in Canadian media. It's Rob Hoogland. Right. I say it all the time. Right. Let them come for me. I don't care. Well, we're not in Canada. Yeah. (laughs) And so at the age of 13, what happened was in the Delta School District, this girl, the first year they taught gender ideology in school, this girl came to believe she was a boy. The school district sent her to a psychologist named Wallace Wong. This guy says he's transitioning over 1,000 kids. His youngest patient is two years, nine months old. Over 500 of his patients are in the British Columbia foster system. Wow. That's about 10% of all the kids are in the Are they just care. sterilizing poor people? The, all these kids are struggling. These wow. aren't the kids who are thriving, who are great at sports, who are beautiful and all that. These are struggling kids. It's like a new residential school system. Yeah. Whether it's intentional or not. This psychologist is, sent this girl to the BC Children's Hospital. And at 13, she signed a consent form for testosterone. The dad wouldn't sign it. So the endocrinologist sent him a letter which literally states, I have it. It says, you can be a friend and advisor to your daughter, but you can't intervene in essentially her own sterilization. Whether it's intentional or not, the end result of this are that poor people are being sterilized. And, and medicated. And medicated, but it will prevent them from reproducing. Now, if you went back mm-hmm. 100 years, you'd have a lot of eugenicists cheering for this huh, right now. It's like Margaret Sanger would be thoroughly yeah. on board with this whole project. Eugenics of autistic children. Yeah. I can't stress it enough. So many of these kids have autism. Where's the autism society? They're doing nothing. Mm. You've got a dad from Canada traveling around the world, having conversations on the street, getting arrested and (laughs) all this crap. Like, where are all the professional organizations standing up for these kids? It's all parents and beautiful, wonderful people like Libby Evans, who's doing more of any journalist in the entire world to expose this. The amount of content you put out is incredible. So I love you to death. But this is such a problem. And we've got to all speak up about it more because it's not about hate. It's the exact opposite. It's love. And we're the ones trying to help these kids to be who they really are. It's true, too. But I will also say that uh, I think it's inevitable that this stuff ends because these people are clearly we're already seeing on the D-Trans subreddit 40,000 people mm-hmm. and regular posts about how their lives are ruined from this. Yeah. So you, you can't just stop people from speaking. And it's already going to a dark place because it's been going on for a while now. So I, I feel like it's inevitable that sooner or later there's going to be too many people who are there's going to be lawsuits there's going to be committee hearings there's going to be a, there's going to be people in medical there's going to be doctors probably going to go, uh, go to jail hmm. you know I don't know how many but I think when you get enough people there's going to be hearings there's going to be fines there's going to be penalties we can look back at some of the medical practices we've had in this country thalidomide being mm-hmm. you know example of a of a of a big mistake mm-hmm. yeah that was a big but people babies. people were affected by it. And there's going to be hearings and there's going to be recompense of some sort. 
the man who invented the lobotomy won the Nobel Prize for medicine. Oh, good for him. Oh, I mean, nice. they the stuck ice picks through people's orbital sockets. Right. Ice well, picks through orbital sockets? Seriously? Yes, yeah. through the top of the eyeballs. They, they're just ice picks, essentially. That's yeah. all they are. And they just jabbed away at the prefrontal cortex. Yeah. Wow. Zombified people. Yeah. Well, a couple people seem to get better. Oh, it, so this must be great. Yeah, wasn't there like a, a, a Kennedy or somebody who got that or something like that? I was reading that on Reddit, I think. There was also all of the electroshock therapies. Remember that? That was yeah. like considered to be helpful for people. I know yeah. someone who went through that and eventually she died of alcoholism. Actually, sure, I, read, I read an article <laughs> that if you do a really low level current through your brain, it like increases your cognitive faculties or something. <laughs> I've done that before. Let's all do that. <laughs> yeah, I was reading it something. Was like, Zap. No, it, 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 like that's I too high. The, yeah, this this guy did high. a thing where it was like a it, seriously low current, you know, on his temples or whatever. Yeah. And then they did tests and he like, performed better at math or something. I had those, um, those, yeah. those like electro massage things where you like put them on your muscles and they slowly turn up the thing. Oh, and, like, I had that when you. I had physical therapy. I put it on my temples. Never again. One time I was like, ooh, that's too much current. Not there. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I was worried we'd bring back the same team. I meant those blackout motorized shades. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Hall of Fame son. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. But, uh, that was, that I had that cool. with physical Ian therapy. Ian was like a normal guy wearing a suit. And he was like, what an interesting product. <laughs> I can Whoa. handle anything. And it, it burned me. And the doctor Oof. was like, oh, oh sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, they get hot. You got to put yeah. gel on them. No, well, that's for con conductivity. Yeah, they saw those ab cruncher things. Yeah. You like put the belt on and it like exercises for you. I the oh, I've seen thing those of, videos. It's but, like but, shaking but, midsection. But hold on. <laughs> I, I'm confused by this because you can just choose to crunch your abs. I don't, you I, could I, just I never do that yourself. It doesn't work. The the, the 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 belt or whatever it's or causing them to, to spasm but it's no, not going to make them yeah. stronger right right but but my thought on this was like you can buy a product to do what you can literally do by thinking <laughs> right. it's like it's almost telekinesis you can be like i will crunch my abs while i sit here you can just do it you don't need to buy a thing to do it i don't get it people <laughs> buy weird modern stuff. culture man yeah, the human wants it done for them even if you can just think it right now that is laziness I don't want to think. Amazing. Just do it for I me. I don't want to think. Well, I guess you can go to bed. You'd sleep. Well, and then, then you, you just wake go up to American rip. schools. You know, it's so dumb, too, it. because ab exercises don't give you a six-pack. Dehydration <laughs> and losing weight gives you a six-pack. That's right. Dehydration? Yes. Yeah. So that's why you look at... Yeah. Because when you... Oh. When you well, unless your diet's perfect. Yeah. yeah. No, no, not even. Like, you see these photos of, you know, Chris Hemsworth or whatever in the movies, uh -huh. and he's, like, all ripped and chiseled. And then you see him on the beach, and he looks like, oh, he looks a little thick. What's up with that? And it's like... That's what human beings look like when you're hydrated. So what they do for these photo shoots in these movies is they don't drink water for a day. Oh, you're so, kidding. No, oh, yeah, yeah. And then, and then the skin dries out and you look thin and then you can see oh, the muscles. I drink so much water. But there, there, I'm, I'm like not, I'm not, that's not true of everybody. Chugging yeah. water. There are people with six packs. It's just very low body. I'm fat. not one of them. I just drink a lot of water yeah. anyway. My, one of my best <laughs> buddies is big into fitness. I've been to the Olympia a few times too. And we pick up some of these bodybuilders and stuff from the airport. And they're all angry because they haven't eaten and they're yeah. dehydrating themselves. <laughs> yeah. So then you're ready with a rice cake and some egg whites for them yeah. because they're getting ready for competition. And they've Gosh. lost 30 pounds in the last month. <laughs> all right. All right. We're going to jump over to Super Chats. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, head over to TimCast.com, become a member. We're going to have that members only show coming up at about 11 p.m. You don't want to miss it. 
And of course, my friends, if you would like to help me lure people in to my right wing <laughs> world, you can click the link in the description below and purchase Only Ever Wanted, our latest song from Timcast Records, Ooh, our so first fun. song. We're uh, The plan right now is to release a song probably every four or five weeks. We've got a bunch lined up already. I'm constantly writing more. And we've got other artists in the house. Obviously, Ian writes, Carter writes. And we're actually planning on bringing more artists in as well. So there will be a consistent stream of new new music coming out. So uh, with your support, um, we will be able to exponentially increase the rate at which we pull people into our right-wing world. I mean, that's what the Daily Beast said. So appreciate your support. All right. Now, uh, let me try and pull up these super chats because YouTube has been, uh, it's the chat causing the browser to crash, I guess. Yeah. Which too is unfortunate. We got too many super chats. You got lots of chat tonight. Yeah, we got too many, too many super chats. It's oh, it's the last topic. day of August too, huh? Yeah. Wow, a lot of super chats. Okay, this is a this is a crazy amount of super chats. By the way, people can go to billboardchris.com if they need to oh, contact me. Okay. Okay. Let's see here. We'll grab uh, some super chats real quick. Uh, where were we? Ah, uh, yes. Ready to rumble says Kim Iverson Matt Walsh Twitter war. Is something happening between Kim Iverson and Matt Walsh that I didn't see? I only saw that Kim was pointing out that the age of consent is in different, different in different states. Which oh, is that it? true, but I don't mm. know if she's claiming with Matt. Interesting. All right. Waffle Sensei says, Tim, your butt rock is a gateway to Dark Maga. <laughs> Nuclear ultra Dark Maga. Oh, my. The worst. Waffles then says, Tim, next Timcast single will be called Butt Rock. <laughs> no, actually, we were planning on doing a gag called Is This What You Want and writing a dance pop song. Oh, nice. Yeah, and because we were like, all these lefties were like, Duh, this music is dated. It sounds like the 2000s or whatever. And I'm like, Kate You mean Bu when there was good music? But yeah. no, but Kate Bush is number number uh, five on the Billboard Hot 100. That's 80s. And it's been a hot song for well, that who, who doesn't like the 90s? What are you kidding me? Like, they I love, great yeah, music in the 2000s. The but anyway, I'm like, so what? People write music for the music. They, they, they write music. That's what happens. It doesn't matter what year it was. People are re doing retro stuff these Plus, days. Plus, it's not like any good music is coming out now. But, but that's not even the that's, that's like, not even the issue. It's like we we ended up looking at the How One Hundred, and we were like, "Is this the kind of music we should be making?" And so we like grabbed a bunch of random songs and listened. And it's like dance, boppy, simplistic. And we were like, "Okay, so we'll make a song called Is This What You Want?'" And it'll be about going to the club with some girl. Ugh, nice. And that's it. That's Gross. it. And it'll it'll be hilarious. And it'll be like you know Ian you know dancing at the club. No, we're not giving the melody yet. <laughs> it's we can't hot. we can't give it away. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be really good. Yeah. And we're going to, we're going to, I don't want to give away too many Yeah, lyrics. stop giving, yeah. stop, you're giving it up, Ian. Come on. I'm a magician. Is, we're going to make a, a million dollars off this song. Yeah, it's going to be, because this is what they want. It this is, is what they, they want. They well, want, we'll find they, out. I mean, they, they want us to make, question. you know, a remake of Tiny Dancer. I got an idea. Here's what we do. Okay. Tiny Dancer right now. Re-released. got the hair. This is the, this is the number one song on iTunes. It's Hold Me Closer by Britney Spears and Elton John. So they took an old classic from the seventies, made it a dance song. I got it. All we got to do is make a dance pop version of a, of a good 70s hit. How about Fortunate Son? That was the 70s, right? Or was, it, was that late 60s? I'm 70s? so into that. Yeah. That'll a be dan fun. Dance pop, Creedence Clearwater revival, John, Fortunate John Son. John Fogarty, is that his name? Yeah. The singer? Yeah, I got that. Let's do uh, Dance Pop 1 by Three Dog Night. Nice. Let's go back even further. Let's do Rag Mop, Dance Pop. <laughs> do you guys know Rag Mop? Just get some Come Benny on. Goodman out there. Yeah. Betty Goodman? Yes. Dance pop ragma. We got That's in the video. About. We got to do it where like our face. It's our face. It's one guy's face, and then it like blends into the other guy's face as we're all singing the lyrics, and then into the other guy's face. 
You know what is fun though is all that stuff. all the old Motown stuff with the guys doing the like this. You yeah, know? dance. We got to bring back a dance number. That's great stuff. The choreographed. Yeah, like Gladys Knight and the Pips. Bino mm-hmm. says if you play Tim's song backwards, it's Trump's campaign propaganda. Did you all notice that the song actually is in, the instrumentation is backwards? Maybe you should play it backwards and see what you hear. Hear it forwards. And hear it forwards. <laughs> it's like you are hearing a song by Tim Poole. The song now continues. That's all you hear. Sean L. says YouTube now adds context to videos about abortion. The definition is so broad it would apply to C-sections. How do people not see this is happening in real time? Yo, I don't know. It just, it feels like we're being, we're, they treat us like we're chickens in a chicken coop, you know, but like just a little bit smarter than chickens. Are they filming us just like your chickens? I mean, what if they were? What's the Truman and Show? And we don't even know it, right? That's and the funny we thing. We're just chickens. Chicken City is right? the chicken Truman Show. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking true. about that. They don't mind. They're all walking around doing chicken stuff, like normal life going, burp, 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 and there's like cameras watching everything they do. Right. They don't even know. One of them's going to yeah. find out. I think the reason people aren't seeing it happen in real time is that because would be there's a great so animation, much information. Though. Okay. But that would be a killer animation. Like one chicken. One, chicken, of, the chicken, show and one of the chicken finds out, finds out that he's actually on Chicken City. <laughs> you hear that, Kent? Are you listening? It's a really, that'd be really Let's pretty funny. All right, Logan Culver says, speaking of MTG, just want to shout out the best gaming store on the East Coast. The White Knights Game Room in Williamsport, PA, has to be the largest inventory and gaming area. Oh, very nice. Yeah, we did for the Cast Castle, up on Cast Castle YouTube channel, Marjorie Taylor Green. Turns out she's a pro-tier Magic the Gathering player. Who'd have thought that MTG played MTG? Hmm. It was funny, it was funny. Is that out yet? All right, Mark. It is. It is, yeah, Yeah, it's up. Okay. Mark VA says, actually, Tim, from your previous video, it's two thirds of the Senate is needed to convict and remove a president or other defined officer. Article one, section three. Thanks for all your content. Ah, yes. I said 60. It is. It is what? 67. So more than that. More than that. Charles Neal says, I've been a correctional officer for the last eight years. I recently started a nonprofit called Humane Justice Foundation, a foundation made up of officers and former inmates would love to come on. Well, we will. Uh, we'll take a look into it, my, my friend. Thanks for the super chat. Ian Kinney says, someone shouted out Chris Webby last night. Yes, check out Raw Thoughts 4 and 5. Also, Topher, the Marine Rapper, Struggle Jennings, Tommy Vexed, and Burden, Culture Vultures. Very cool, man. Gotta, gotta win the culture stuff. I think Fake Woke by Tom McDonald reached number 14 on the iTunes Top 100. Nice. Because I, you know, I was shouting it out, saying that people gotta buy music to support the culture. And then Tom tweeted about it. He's like, oh, I'm number three in rap. I don't know where he's at now, but he's number 14 on the, on the Top 100. So that's cool, right? Yeah. Let's grab, uh, uh-oh. Murph Tri says, Libby, you can never trust a hot chick. It might be James O'Keefe in disguise. This is, this is what worries me, <laughs> right. y'all. This is a concern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Very real concern. Yeah. He's going to pull off the mask and suddenly it's, it's going to be. It's going to be like those Mission Impossible masks. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be like a hot chick and then it's going to, it's James you know, O'Keefe. Pull off the arms too. Yeah. Yeah. He grows several feet. We had a Vancouver person in the comments there. Yeah, I Which saw one? That. Where? That's cool. Uh, they'd seen me at many of the anti-mandate the protests. This one? Nice. Oh, Virick says, holy ish, I've seen this guy while doing multiple anti-mandate protests in Vancouver. We had so many marches with thousands of people that the news just didn't cover. Yeah. You know, COVID was annoying to me because <laughs> I was out there having conversations about this and all the conservative media were always focused on COVID, which I understand, of course. But I knew that once COVID finally waned, that conservatives would finally get on board with this and it's happening so i'm excited get on board with with talking about gender ideology oh, and what's yeah, happening yeah. to kids yep. you know all right valoran says shout out to james o'keefe for his work on getting results and freeing the schools from the fascists who don't hire catholics 
Next up, the FBI. Yeah, good job, James O'Keefe. That guy's put on leave now. He admitted to committing crimes. Mm -hmm. So how do you get criminals out if you don't have people like James O'Keefe? This is why they hate him so much. I was talking to a guy and uh, I mentioned somehow James O'Keefe came up and he was like, oh, I don't know, that James O'Keefe guy, man. Nah, he's not good. And I was like, what? Why? And he was like, because he just puts out fake stuff all day. And I was like, no, when? he doesn't. There's when, nothing, did, when did he ever do that? Some, this is well, like, I, don't, I don't know. I saw I, I watch what they say about him. And I'm like, bro, you are wrong about all of it. I, you know, right now we have a video. It's one guy, one assistant principal at one school admitting to committing serious crimes on an ongoing basis, discriminatory crimes. And we only found out because James O'Keefe has this operation. Right. And he went and dealt with it. This is like what happened with Libs of TikTok. You know, she was putting out all of this information about what was going on at gender clinics and reporters at The Washington Post and NPR and NBC, instead of taking, you know, the material that she put out and saying like, oh, I wonder what's going on here. Let me actually try to do some digging. Instead of doing that, they blasted her and demanded that Twitter ban her account. They don't want to look into it. They just want to blast the journalists who are yeah. actually doing the, the work and the reporting. All right. Restless Medic says, Chris, what in your opinion can be done to prevent Canadian politicians from catering to people in Toronto and Montreal at the expense of everyone west of Manitoba? Common complaint of my fiance's family in Victoria. These politicians in Canada, man. Mm. Vote them all out. That's, That's the only luck. answer. They're, they're, we don't have one single brave politician who will stand up and tell the truth about any of this. Why do you think that is? Is it because it's the queen will just kick him out? What? Why? No, nothing to do with that. These, man, they passed unanimously a law that made it a crime to help a girl feel comfortable as a girl, punishable by two years in prison and a $5 million, five years in prison and a $2 million fine. Unanimously voted for this. We have one politician who will tell the truth about all this culture war stuff. His name's Maxime Bernier. He almost won the leadership of the Conservative Party. He missed out by 1%. And he was so disgusted with them all that he went and formed his own party called mm -hmm. the People's Party of Canada. So they secured uh, about 800,000 votes last election, 5% of the vote. But all these conservatives are cowards, man. I'm yep. calling them out all the time. I've gone to some of their events. I've been escorted out because I'm there to hold these people accountable and get answers to these important questions about child abuse. And they won't address it. Crazy. So we just need to vote them all out. Yep. Triton 54 says, Tim, your source is correct. T-S-I-S-C-I -S -S cover letters are controlled in the same manner as their contents. The FBI just committed an intentional, an intentional uncontrolled spillage onto social media, confirmed with POSO. Or that would imply they are declassified. Simply put, right? The FBI wouldn't intentionally publish classified materials unless Trump declassified them. In which case, it is one big hoax. It's a hoax. Neglectful Sausage says, imagine you're upset living under totalitarian rule uh, under Trudeau, having no freedom, losing your voice and doing nothing about it. Yep. I'm yeah. really concerned, man. I want I, I have so much love for Canadian people yeah. in, in general. And like, I want I don't know. Do you think that the that we could unify the states of across Canada and the United States to create kind of a greater federation? Well, I think we need to get rid of California and some places like that, and then we can form a new country. Sure. The value of California yeah. is all the ocean access. Yeah. Mm. You know what? Most of California is great. It's just the cities, you know? Cities in general. You get 50. Yeah, totally. You get 50 miles outside of Los Angeles and you might as well be in Kentucky. It's amazing. The desert's um, so nice out there. I love California, especially Northern California. All right. Dapper McStash says, hey, Tim, you've said a president has declassification power, but I can't find proof former presidents do too. 
Do you know a source of, or evidence of that? Because I can't find one. Thanks. Y'all are great. I do not believe former presidents have that. The point is that Donald Trump declassified them when he decided to take them when he was still president. That's the point. But I, 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 I don't know. Do former presidents have declassification power? Probably not, unless it pertains to, uh, if it were, it would have to pertain to their specific role, I, I would imagine. But I'd assume they wouldn't. The issue is Donald Trump said, he tweeted out, I'm declassifying all these documents related to Crossfire Hurricane. Simply upon taking them, they're declassified. So I don't know. Interesting, to say the least. Waffle Sensei says, Ian, to be honest, Hillary Clinton, the 529 insurrectionist, and everybody else you name has been effectively pardoned. I don't see the purpose in pardoning people that were never held accountable. I think that the pardon is a sort of, I mean, it, maybe it's not a sort of holding them to account, but like, it's kind of acknowledgement that wrong was done. I, you know, that's, I'm looking for that. Bobcat says, Tim, when are you going to record some of these songs you were playing with Adam on Jam Nights? We've been waiting for a proper recording of them for over a year. I think that was, I think Only Ever Wanted was one of the songs I played. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, we've got, I think, three that are, that are uh, one is completely done, has been done since like, what, April? Yeah. Yeah. And we've just like been planning how to release it because we were planning on doing an album and then decided that it's not really the way things work anymore. You know, putting, like dropping an album just muddies things up. So we've got one song that we're probably ready to release in four weeks. We're working on a lyric video for it. But we'll see. We'll see. We're working with some industry guys to figure out the best way to get it radio play and, and, and properly launch it. We, we, we properly launched to a certain degree only ever wanted, but we missed a ton of things like, you know, there's, there's a lot of uh, business and stuff we don't know. So we got it on all these platforms, but there's a lot of things we did miss. So hopefully the next release in about four or five weeks will be even better. It'll be a lot of fun. I wish we could do music videos for every single one, but lyric videos are probably what we're going to get. All right. Jesus Crisp says, congrats, Tim, on being the face of the Church church of Wokes version of the satanic panic of the 80s and 90s. Shame on your rock music. <laughs> nah, it's all fake news. We released a song two years ago called Will of the People. And a lot of people are saying they like that one better because that one's like overtly political. But they didn't come out and say this, anything about me when we launched that song. They did not care. I think the issue is Will of the People was a political message. And it did well among people who are into politics. This song is apparently doing well among regular people who aren't involved. And that's the scariest thing to the woke beast, that we could actually build cultural influence with people who are not involved in politics. And then instead of coming out like Natalie Portman and being like, defund the police, we'll come out and be like, nah, <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. That's dumb. You know what I want to say, too? It's like the satanic panic people, it's like they're, they're just not cool. You know what I mean? They're like the dorky kids who are like, it's so lame that they're making music. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, dude, well, yeah, I don't care. Exactly. I'm, I'm having fun. All these people I mean? who want to defund the police are the first ones to call the police on me when I show up somewhere. Ah, yep. Every time. All right. Joe Spinella says, common law marriage, both parties sign a mutual contract devoid of lawyers. Yeah. I don't know. I thought common law was like you just magically become married after seven years or something. I thought that was what it was, too. Yeah, I don't really know. Garhunt says, Chris, the sixth leading cause of death in Canada is euthanasia. Being poor is a reason for euthanasia in Canada. CAVA is advising soldiers with PTSD to euthanize themselves now. Prairie Pro uh, Prov joined the U.S. now. Yeah, that's correct. A, a that's vet correct. called in, um, called Veteran Services to get help with some issues that he was having, and he was recommended euthanasia. 
Yep. I'm telling you, it really does sound like yeah. they're just trying to reduce population. They passed yeah. a bill they last year our, on yeah. euthanasia, yep. and now it's the sixth leading cause of death. So, a guy, also, so a guy calls in. Um, you can also have medical conditions be a reason why you're seeking suicide, which obviously, like you have a medical condition. Well, I mean, a like, mental, if, mental condition. Oh, rather. mental. I was going to say medical. Mental, I was like, yeah. So if Sorry, you've got like both. stage four cancer that's oh inoperable or incurable, you know, it's a different question. But but they're talking about mental illness right. as a reason to seek suicide, which it used to so be that we would try to prevent people with mental you're illness like, from killing You call themselves. an emergency hotline and you're like, I'm feeling really bad, man. I need help. <laughs> Have you thought about killing yourself? <laughs> Have you thought about taking these extra drugs and dying right now? Oh, my God. No, yeah. I don't want to do that. I need help to stop me from doing that. And they're like, mm, well, well, here in Kenda, <laughs> you know, yeah, suicide the, would be paid for. Yeah, the well. Forbes author who, quote, writes about accessibility, inclusion, and social justice wrote, quote, Canada's u- new euthanasia laws carry upsetting Nazi era echoes, warn experts. And I think they're right. Yeah, it's not good. It's horrifying. No one's talking about they it. also put out workbooks for kids so that kids can better understand the process of uh, government funded suicide. That's I'm, I'm going to read this, but preface by saying it is incorrect. M.T. Jeeves says, Ian is the prime example of the college-educated Newman who knows nothing of money, but doesn't pay his loans and waits for us to do so. Glad I dropped out, worked hard and honest, and stayed debt-free. Now I get to pay his. But I just want to pause and say that Ian has adamantly stated several times he doesn't want that to happen. No, I'm not going to take any kind of loan repayment if it's a tax burden. Uh, I'd be down for taking $580 billion off of Sally Mae's books if you guys want to do that. Um, Make them pay it. At least investigate, like look into doing that and see what that would be. But to print $580 billion and give it to Sally Mae, no, I'm not taking part of it. Well, that. they already printed it. That's disgusting. It was printed when the loan was issued. And now by not paying it back, it's just you got free I, stuff. I don't see how Joe Biden or any one person should have that authority to be able to do he that. Doesn't. He doesn't. Neither does Nancy yeah. Pelosi. You know, Nancy Pelosi said that she Joe Biden that. doesn't have the power to do this. And now they're like, yay. And it doesn't. I'm not Meanwhile, happy saying all of, it. Yeah. All of these universities have massive endowments. They should be the ones paying it back. I talked about this with someone the other day. The In their articles of incorporation or whatever, there's specific ways they're allowed to spend that money and they're legally prohibited from doing that, I well, guess. That's too bad. But, yeah. Okay, okay. This one's a good one. Liquid eight two five says, Love you, Ian. Are you from this planet? Oh, I don't know. Cute. I still don't know. <laughs> I think at some point the tide pool was splashed by fungus. So that you're actually one of those, you're like a squid you're wherever the squids came from. Look at the panspermia. Yeah. yeah. You got to watch the Cast Castle video with Marjorie Taylor Greene and Ian because it's really good. Dude, we shot more today. Uh, it's really good. Things oh, are looking, man. things are shaping up. We It'll be really fun. We've got like it's, it's a th- it's going to be a th- it's going to be a, f- a three or four part arc. Mm-hmm. A four part, you know, it's going to be like an hour or an hour and a half long. The next Cast Castle is going to be an epic. Oh, but I can't say anything because the first episode is going to hit like a hammer. <laughs> it's going to be so good. So yeah, I don't want to talk about. I want to not like that's next Tuesday, right? Yeah, every every Tuesday. Is next right. Tuesdays is going to be really good. Nice. Really good. That's exciting. And yeah. I don't think YouTube would, you know, the jokes we're going for here. Yeah, but you guys are going to love it. It's going to be so good. We got so much to it. It might be four parts. We'll see. TW says, finally listened to Will of the People. Then I listened to the one the, the one Muse made. Tim's song. Hey, be careful with the violent revolutions. It begets more violent revolutions. Muse. Woo. Let's have a violent revolution, bro. I was thinking about that. Will of the People that I wrote is a song that shows a cycle of statues being rotated every time they get pulled down. And it's how everybody thinks they're fighting for the will of the people, but they're all just fighting for their own personal gain and power or vendettas. And then Muse made a song called Will of the People, where it's just people tearing down statues and destroying 
cameras and stuff like, yay, revolution. And I have to wonder if the if the impact of will of the people from me was to encourage people to not engage in revolution, Muse then buries my content by screaming, no, 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 have the revolution. And it makes me it makes me wonder, you know, it makes me wonder <laughs> about about Muse. I, well, it's, I think it's very strange that if you go to YouTube Music and search for Timcast, Muse, Will of the People is the first result. Yeah. Because that can't, doesn't seem like it's an accident because that search term has nothing to do with Muse. I watched a live Muse video of them like doing a live singing of a, a, one of their... They're, they're talented, really, really talented musicians, but that was kind of an empty, um, an empty song that Will of the People, that Marilyn Manson cover basically, you know, what was yeah. it called? The Beautiful People. The Beautiful People. Twitchy Spaz says, Tim, I think this needs to be said. Hormone therapy is legit helpful. People are born with hormone imbalances, and the medicine helps when applied. Right. That I understand. That's not what we're talking about here. But, right. We're not talking about that yeah. for sure. <gasps> TRT for life says all testosterone taken by adults is synthetic. Kids are getting the same that I take for TRT. Please get educated on this issue. Uh-huh. Yeah, we should have a, a testosterone. Yeah, we, I didn't. I, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what we literally said. We said it was yeah. synthetic. Oh, that's a good. We should have more t- doctors on the show to talk about this stuff right now. Oh, I don't know. YouTube would ban us. Hmm. Yep. I wonder if we could have... A got, I can get you doctors if you want doctors. They've got a new election policy that says you can't share hacked materials. And I'm like, how, how am I supposed to know? If right. the New York Post publishes a story and I'm like, oh, I'm going to read this, I'll get in trouble for it? You think I'm psychic, YouTube? You morons. Hmm. The Canadian government froze bank accounts based on hacked materials. Yep. People who donated to the trucker convoy. And that was... Yeah. yeah. And how did they get that list? It was hacked yeah. and released by whatever journalist... And then they acted on it to freeze bank accounts of yeah. people who donated $100 I to a peaceful protest. If at the top of the alphabet chain, the company that owns Google, that owns YouTube, if they're the, the government, the American government's like, censor this stuff or we're shutting you down in the United States. I we already that's know what, that's true. Like they're up against getting shut down in the United we've, States. We've already had what's going on? Tom Fitton uh, report on Democrats going to uh, S- Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. telling them, like, this has to be removed. We already have uh, Alex Berenson saying that the government went to Twitter and said, why hasn't he been banned yet? We know it's happening. The FBI went to Mark Zuckerberg and they said, hey, there's going to be, you know, some uh, information coming out. You might want a bar or something like that. And then right around the time they were supposedly trying to not interfere over the Hunter Biden laptop investigation by not investigating it. Right. And then they just so happened to go to Mark Zuckerberg at the time. How convenient for them. Yeah, we know they're doing it. Waffle Sensei says, see, this is why we need men and women. Tim says kids don't need a childhood like a strong, beefy warrior man. A mother is needed to cultivate a child's imagination so they can carry humanity forward. I did not say that a mother is not needed for that. And my point was that our idea of childhood has become so insane that kids now think words are violence. A childhood used to be a kid mowed the lawn and did chores and worked. And then when you come out and you're like, kids should have jobs, they go, oh, how dare you? And it's like, you never shoveled snow. You never shoveled a sidewalk. You know, I worked at my family business. I put money in a cash register and took money out. It was not the end of the world. It was teaching a kid responsibility. And they like doing it. I like doing it. Yeah. It's fun. My kid and then asked I bought- me recently when he could have a job. And I was like, I'll put you to work right now. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then my, my parents would create a chore what? list. You know, Pam? Yeah, they would put a chore list on the refrigerator saying like dishes, lawn, laundry or whatever. And then, you know, market rate for the uh, for the task. And then you'd be like, okay, I'll go do it. And then you would do it. And then you would do the job and get could you outbid your brother and be like, I'll do it for that. Never happened. 10% less that I don't that may have happened one time. I'm not sure, but I don't think so. We used to go door to door. I don't know if kids still do this. We'd go door to door and be like, do you need your lawn mode? Do you need your snow shoveled or whatever? 
And they'd be like, sure. And then we'd be like 10 bucks. And I was always just like, I'm going to ask for more. And then I'd be like 20 bucks. And the guy would be like, 20 bucks. And then I'd be like, well, what would you give me? He's like, give you 15. I'm like, yes. <laughs> it's still more. better. It's yeah, still man. Better. The art Negotiate. of the deal. You know Negotiate I mean? the terms. And you shovel snow. And then kids got to do work to earn stuff. I'm not saying put them in the in the mines or anything like that. That's bad. Yeah, when I'm saying protect a kid's childhood, I'm not in any way saying don't make them get a job. I got a job when I was 12, and I'm glad. Yeah, they don't need to read books with child porn in grade six. Yeah, you know? Protect yeah. their minds. Yeah. Yep. I do think that there's a lot of things kids should do around the home without getting paid because they got to pull their own weight. Correct. Like my son has to deal with the laundry and the dishes mm. and all kinds of other stuff, and he doesn't get paid for that. What I was going to pay him to do was... <laughs> Honestly, I'm going to be driving tomorrow when Biden is doing the his speech. So I'm going to be listening to the speech and I'm going to pay my kid to uh, take notes for me. I'm oh, going to be wow. like, nice. write this down, write that down. Oh, is that the What's State the of the Union tomorrow? No, it's not the State of oh. the Union. It's where he's going to call us all fascists and right. claim that we have oh, no yeah. souls. Yeah. All right. Psycho Dragon <laughs> says, fun fact, Ronald Reagan was the first governor to sign no-fault divorce into law. Oh, wow. Other states soon followed, but you can thank Marilyn Monroe. Ask yourself why the 60s and 70s history isn't discussed. Huh. Yeah, Reagan mm. also pushed gun control. I love how they really like Reagan for some reason. Reagan I don't, I don't pushed gun control he because was the of the, um, yeah, because of the Black Panthers in, in Oakland who were out there when uh, police would pull black people over and the, they'd see the Black Panthers standing there with guns. And the Black Panthers would be like, um, what are you going to do now? Good. Yeah. It's called the Second Amendment, baby. For real. And that's why Reagan started dealing with gun control, because this he didn't want black people in in Oakland to have guns. This is why when I saw so Antifa. it's not a good thing. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. so when I saw Antifa standing out with those guns outside of that drag show, I was like, good. Good were, for them. Were those actual guns? Yeah. Look, look they pretty were, actual yeah, guns. I, I thought they were, yeah, like, the They weren't. Okay. You're allowed to do it. Now, the show going on inside, I have, you know, issues with, for sure. But uh, the right to keep and bear arms. Now, I do think... That's new for Antifa because they've traditionally been against guns. No, 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 no. no. Antifa's always been pro-gun. Yeah, John Brown Socialist Rifle Association, John Brown Gun Club. They are pro-gun as they come, baby. Okay, I'm very wrong. Yeah, there was even one Antifa guy, John Brown Gun Club, had a ghost gun and went and started shooting at an ICE facility and firebombing it. It might just be Canadian Antifa. Maybe. Because Canadians are opposed to... You can't even have a gun. Well, no, and Trudeau yeah. has just banned purchase, transfer, or right. import of all guns, exactly. too. And they're introducing a new we law. We know where this goes. Yeah. We're going to be sitting in America well. just like watching the news about the Canadians being shuffled into, uh, you know, medical centers or something. I would hope for that euthanasia. people would not stand for Recommended. that. Recommended euthanasia and sterilization. Yeah. At what point do they, it stops being an option and starts being mandatory for certain ailments? I mean, it is socialized medicine, so At what point they are they going to say? Well, they're going to say, look, you've got, you know, stage three cancer, so you're being prescribed euthanasia. That's the concern that we had in the U.S. Remember when people were talking about the ACA and there were concerns over like death panels, you know? Yep. Yep. Well, we know how people are treating these long-term care homes, too. Yeah, not not particularly well. Totally neglected, yeah. Yeah. Especially last year. All right. Lost Cause says, Tim, it wasn't the fact that they were offering the person to off themselves they said they did it before and uh, did it before and even got counseling for the person's kids. Also, the person still works for the hotline. Hmm. All right. What, what super chats do we have here? What's a diagonal? Ronnie says, Ken in the U.S. should make diagonal. Look it up. Huh. That sounds like it's something bad. That sounds terrible. Trying to trick me into reading bad things. Sounds like a disease. 
Hoban says, hi, Tim, I want to correct the record. School choice would not stop woke schools and could even make it worse because less oversight. If you'd like to know more, James Lindsay talks a lot about this. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, James Lindsay's not totally in favor of the school choice. That's for sure. Well, I am. I don't get that. My friends, if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button? Subscribe to this channel. Share the show with your friends. Head over to TimCast.com. Become a member. We're going to have a members-only show coming up for you at about 11 p.m. And if you would like to, once again, help us lure people into our right-wing world using the power of rock. And click the link in the description below and buy our song, Only Ever Wanted, because we greatly appreciate it. We are going to be pushing it just until tomorrow. Tomorrow's the last day because that's just how that's when they do song tracking. I don't know if the song will actually chart or anything like that. We did get a lot of play, but I don't think we were on like radios or anything like that. So, but purchases purchases matter. It's 150 streams uh, for every one purchase. And so if we got like 10, you know, tens of thousand, then it would, it, we would probably chart or something like that. And uh, we just want to have an impact and we want to have a good launch for the music endeavors we're doing because we're going to do a bunch more. And I really do appreciate all of your support. You can follow the show at TimCast IRL. You can follow me at TimCast. Billboard Chris, do you want to shout anything out? I just really appreciate being here. If people want to reach out to me, they can find me on BillboardChris.com. And I'm on Twitter at BillboardChris. Now they're censoring me. My account is deemed adult content. Mm. Oh. So you have to enter a birth date, 18 plus to follow me. What? Real? On Twitter? Yep. Weird. And you, I don't show up in the search bar either. Yep. But on my website, you'll find me. And uh, yeah, if people want to support me, there's a donate button there too. But really, I just ask people to have conversations about this because that's how we're going to defeat this one conversation at a time. What about you, Libby? Hey, guys. <laughs> I'm searching for Billboard Chris. Yeah. 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 Come up. Is uh, it at Billboard Chris? Yeah. <laughs> when you type it, you can click on the at Billboard Chris and then you'll find me. But I don't show up in the search results. Yeah. Wow. I'm Libby Emmons. I, you can find me at Libby Emmons on Twitter or at thepostmillennial.com. And we've got a lot of great com content up also at humanevents.com. So come say hi. Yes, and you can follow me at Ian Crossland anywhere on the internet. Uh, I would One final time for today, point you towards the new Cast Castle vlog. It's on uh, YouTube. I don't know if it's Cast search Cast Castle on YouTube if you want to see a clip, but if you go to timcast.com, find Cast Castle on the left, you can watch the full episode just released yesterday. Uh, and there's more to come. The next, next, week the next, next week, I think, is going to be the most ridiculous and funny stuff we've ever done. And we've got one bit that I know YouTube would probably ban us over. So it's oh, like, that's, that's exciting. Yeah, I'll, well, we're going to keep it a secret because people, you know, who want to watch the show will mm -hmm. enjoy it. And it's on the subscriber side. Yep. Nice. But we put the, so what we're doing is once a week, we're, we're, what we're aiming to do is every Wednesday have our cameos from our guests doing something funny. So we had Marjorie Taylor Greene playing Magic the Gathering. Uh, who did we have before? The, what was the, oh, J Jack Posobiec delivering the scripts for Tim Kestler. That was IRL. really cute. That was funny. Yeah. And then we've got one planned next week, which is going to be uh, really funny today. Obviously, we had uh, Ian and Marjorie Taylor Greene. So we're going to keep having, you know, people cameo and do funny bits. But then the full show itself is on TimCast.com. Gotcha. I can read from Trudeau's new action plan for the 2SLGBTQIA+. <laughs> That's plus. hilarious. Yeah. yeah. That'll play well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's great. Thank you very much for coming, Chris. Thank you for joining us once again, Libby. Always a good time. Chris, your story is awesome. I'm really looking forward to this bonus segment. You guys can all follow me on Twitter and minds.com at Sarah Petulitz, as well as sarahpetulitz.me. We will see you all over at timcast.com in about an hour. Thanks for hanging out. Bye, guys. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.